0: Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the episode. You can follow me on social media at Galen Trombley. I hope you enjoy the show. Great tables. Please hold for a very important
1: message. Light speed sequence initiated. How oh, may I help you? Bonjour. Security breach. The truth shall set you free. <laughs> Awesome. it's a miracle
0: two Three, two, one. mission complete thank you have a nice day I remember the night it came out yes yeah. to keep came going
1: out. okay so I remember when um this is sad. This is the most we unprofessional were... start to any podcast we've ever done. Go ahead. Just keep <laughs> Deep talking. in the biggest loser. So when Bob Harper, Bob Harper was still on there, but they replaced Jillian Michaels. Remember her? Yeah, she wasn't she as good. Was, she wasn't as good, but she was like the staple of the show. And they replaced her with like, remember Dolvet? No. Remember Dolvet was the black guy that was on the red team. And then they, so like they replaced her with him, I think. And oh we like were big like jack
0: dude right big
1: jack yeah well, they were all jacked and then there was the other guy the like blonde haired guy that came in and i forget what his name was and then they br- then they had another girl that was very similar to she looked like jillian but like blonde dude we were all over that show we we would watch it like this is so it- sad we'd watch it like the night it came out like not like <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking what, about what, like what, what was reruns. the time
0: what was the timeline on that on uh, like like year like what year would this been? Oh god, this had to have been like oh
1: oh eight oh seven oh eight oh nine probably. So kind of like it's like height at its peak, yeah. Um, dude, I loved watching. Like, I I honestly could have back then. You couldn't stream anything, so it literally would have watched like the beginning of the episode and just who cares about the beginning? Get me straight to the weigh in, and then I want to see what they look like now. I want to know who fell off, who kept
0: losing weight. I loved it. It's like the weigh-in on the office when they all step on the scale and then Pam gets off. He's like, Pam, Pam you're not going to be here. And then everybody tries to do the math. And she's like, Pam, you're 260
1: pounds. Close, Kevin, but not quite. Um, no, I, I don't weigh 260 pounds.
0: Not um, even close. A mistake plus 11 get you home by 7. Math is hard, isn't he, it, Kevin? He, he was home by 4 that he day. Was... Um, no, you know what show was like our – I grew up watching this. Um, did you ever watch Survivor? Yeah. So you watched Survivor with like my high school buddy's girlfriend. Her family was like religious, so we would go over to her house and watch it at night. I watched the finale of season one, and then like Richard, t- Richard, yep. And I don't think I missed an episode. I mean, I probably watched ninety nine percent of episodes up until probably the time I graduate high school. That's dedication. So it was like, for I would say eight years I probably watched. And then once I got out like college and stuff, I just stopped watching. I think my my parents did might you, still watch did it. Did
1: your parents, your whole family watch it? Oh
0: yeah. Well, I mean, this was before you could like DVR and stream and everything else. It was like eight o'clock. I think it was Thursday. It came out. It you was, had to watch it. You had to watch it. Eight, like you had to watch it when it came out. So like right. eight o'clock on Thursday, that was like the show. Like nobody argued over who was watching what on the TV. Um, like we watched Survivor. Like, and everybody liked it. It wasn't like, this wasn't like how old,
1: how old are you? Because you're what? Four years younger than me?
0: Uh, the f- first year I was probably like 10-ish, 10-11. Probably 10. Okay, so I would have been like a teenager. 11? I, I was born in... Yeah, so... Yeah, you were probably like... I was... Three or four years old. I was probably you. fourth or fifth grade when the first, episode, first okay. season came out. But I remember watching. I'm like, this is really cool. And we only watched the finale. It was like a two-hour live finale. But I think they did the first one not in front of real people. I think they still did it At the actual island, so like he, I I believe, I think he wins, but he like there's nobody there to congratulate him because he just won on the game show.
1: Yeah, because now don't don't they like they have like the final meeting and then like the screen goes black and then they walk out on the stage as if it just you know yes like Like a cutaway. It's like it's like they walk off and then they walk onto the stage.
0: The rise and fall of Richard Hatch. I I don't and fall. Well, didn't he get arrested for like? Was it sexual assault or oh, child? Jesus like Christ. no, they'll probably. T- I'm, I'm not. It was something like with fifty one months. Fifty one months in prison. What the hell did he do? Oh, it was tax evasion. My bad. Sex report. Okay, sorry. He's not a sex predator. <laughs> sorry, I thought he was. He was naked on the show, but maybe I don't. <laughs> Acquittal. He's, he's a registered tax evader. Not, not <laughs> um, tax evasion. Okay. Well, you know, that's that's still a like you know point fire.
1: And you know what? It was probably not even on purpose. That tax evasion. He probably had an accountant that was just like, dude, yeah, don't worry about it. I got you. And then two years later, the feds
0: show up at his door. Yeah, Survivor Borneo. I didn't know they called it Survivor Borneo. I think it was just Survivor. I thought simply it was a Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. Wait, Survivor Borneo, originally known simply as Survivor, Survivor. Palatia. Oh, they probably, renamed, they probably renamed it, right? Uh, it Probably after. I mean, because then it went Australia and then it went Africa. Those were the first three. Jeez, you really did watch it. Then. Oh, I, I didn't watch it that religiously. Yeah. Cause then um, I think Colby won. The guy named Col like I remember a couple of the competitors that won. I believe there was a lady from Burlington that won, and there was a girl from uh, Will'sboro that won. There was a girl from New York,
1: yeah. Will'sboro. I don't know if she if she won, but she made it to like no. There, uh, I think she won.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. It was. Uh, hey, I'll de- I'll de- de- defer to you. Cause you know what's actually funny, uh, Survivor. This is still. S- have you ever
1: have you ever just popped it on like recently? No, I mean, it's no. still on. Dude, it is amazing right how quickly so you this, can fall. Oh, okay. I remember her. It's amazing how quickly you can literally pop this on and you get
0: sucked right back into it. But th- this was back when, like, um, this was back when, like, reality TV show was, like, legitimately reality TV. T- like, the new. F- brand new. It was like. Uh, well,
1: with the exception of. Remember when we were kids? It was uh, MTV's
0: Real World. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. And then my sister... Real World, open, World so Rules, all those things. Road Rules things.
1: was okay. Real World. I remember that. That was like the original... R-
0: real World was like Jersey Shore before Jersey Shore. Right. But with, like... With
1: more more like fighting and craziness too. Yeah.
0: I mean, some, some real nuts. But this... Uh, I, yeah, I didn't well, I didn't really watch that. I was too young when that was like at its peak. That was like... I wasn't like watching MTV when that... Because when, you're the oldest, right? Yeah. So like yeah. when I... So like Real World was definitely on when I was in school, like when I was at that age, but I didn't watch it. It wasn't my thing.
1: See, my sister was five years older. So like yeah, I would've... got like all this stuff when she was a teenager. Like Alanis Morissette is a big part of my childhood because of my sister.
0: Was it Jagged Little Pill or... Oh yeah. Um so actually a fun fact, uh Alanis Morissette sings I think it's Spoon on Before These Crowded Streets, Dave Matthews Band. She's the girl that sings in S- seriously spoon. Yeah, so sorry. Okay, I'm gonna skip this so survivor stuff. So this girl is from Willsboro. I remember her because she was in high school at the same time I was, and she was a really good athlete. I think she had a twin sister. Yeah. Um, but she was a very good soccer player back then. And yeah, so let me see. Uh, Dave. Dave Matthews. Alain. So <laughs> yeah, spoon. Wow. So she's wow. the girl that sings in the background on Spoon. No shit. Um, deep cut. You were the one that also said that Spoon is played all the time on the all DMB the time. station. It is not. All There's the no time. way. There's no way, dude. Spoon it, is a deep, deep cut. So Dave.
1: it might not be the DMB station. It might be like one of the. So I have like three playlists that I listen to.
0: Because Dave, to me,
1: I listen to. I'm nowhere near you and Ryan. I'm not like I would never consider myself like a big Dave fan.
0: Do you want like to go to his music? You want to go to Dave at back this year? I will. Yeah, sure. Okay, absolutely. I already got tickets, but I mean, you should um, get them.
1: So. Dave to me is awesome work music. Like, if I'm doing like a house project, it's perfect work music. This is what I was listening
0: to today. Yeah. One of the greatest albums ever. That's a pretty Live good at album. Luther.
1: So, that was the first album I ever listened to as a kid. Um, but so, I always listen to Dave or like country music when I'm working. I don't know why. Really? It seems like easy music to listen to. Country
0: music when I was working at the ice cream stand, was slinging ice cream as a oh. child. Again, only two jobs in my. Uh, like real jobs with like that in real 90s estate. country um or are it we was early 2000 like 2000- George Strait country oh, Toby this I told we haven't country. talked in a while I got to catch you up on some stuff so um so this this would have been like early 2004 to like 2011 whatever the country that was so that you did get some i mean they played some like throwbacks so you get like a little bit like George that was Strait you get when Brooks country and Dunn was getting pop
1: it was getting more. Po- that was when it was, when, uh, it was honky on, Tonk came out.
0: <laughs> it was getting on the verge of that. So like, but that was like when Zach Brown came, first came out. Yeah. that was when uh, um, Billy Co- or Billy Currington is it Currington? Billy C- Luke Bryan Luke, like yeah. Kenny Chesney was big then. Kenny Chesney was huge. Toby J- Keith was huge. Luke Bryan, then. Jason Aldean, um, Jason. Aldean. Well, later, later. Two thousand four, it was well. Like, that, he was later. He was more like the end yeah. of that. Like this eight was to like 10. Garth, Taylor, Garth Taylor Swift was, was in that still huge. Taylor Swift was in like the later <laughs> stage the country, of that on the countryside. Um, yeah. But that was like we listened to a ton of country. Then I met my wife and she hates country, so we don't listen to country anymore. So um, which is fine because it wasn't like if you put country on right now, I would vibe it. to it. I'd be yeah. fine. It's not my like mine is jam bands. Like I like Dave. I've gotten really big into um, thanks to Jen Twiddle. Yeah, Mahali, I heard, yeah, you're big, right. big into them now. I've been listening to them a lot. This is actually the first time I've listened to Dave in a while because I've been just like repeating a bunch of their albums. And they play at the Strand. Like you still, yeah, soon in like a month. Um, you still, obviously, Dave's still your favorite though. Yeah. for jam bands. Yeah,
1: Allman Brothers. I like Allman Brothers. Yeah. I love Allman Brothers. That, bro- Allman Brothers is my that that they have my favorite song of all time as Melissa. 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 Dave also covers it at Piedmont That's, Park, and that and that. Cover is incredible. I'm sure we talked well, about this before. That Warren cover Haynes is incre- plays incredible with him incredible. on the cover. It's in no, no no no. Greg Allman plays. Gre- with no him. yeah not yeah. Greg Allman. Warren Haynes plays on uh, Cortez Cortez, which that song's awesome. Ryan doesn't like that song. That song's overplayed. That's overplayed. That is,
0: and it's not even my favorite song. Is that and actually, it's probably my least favorite song on that concert album. So I only know that song really well now, is because every
1: it seemed like every time I would go up to this is recent. Every time I go up to the property to mow like the clearing. That song, always comes on that playlist. It's it's
0: it's an overplay. Who actually it, whose original song is that? I have no idea. I re- it, literally couldn't tell you. It's not. It's definitely not my it. favorite. It's gotta you know, be. I actually think. Oh, it's Neil Young. Um, yeah, Neil Young. Okay. It's it's definitely not my hey, favorite song. Yeah, it's a good song, but it, I, not if you hear it. Not if you hear it every time you turn your playlist. Also, on. not when you. Because the thing is, when Dave covers songs, like Dave has some great. All Along the Watchtower, in my opinion, is the best version of All Along the Watchtower. Better. Honestly, I'm fairly certain that I had I grew up with
1: that version before I actually knew Who sang Jimi, Jimi Hendrix. Hendrix. Jimmy's not even the
0: original guy. Who's the original guy? Bob Dylan. Oh, it's a Dylan song. It's a Dylan song. Oh, I didn't know that. So multiple people have covered it. <laughs> my
1: my <laughs> musical prowess so, is taking a big hit. You, today. you know,
0: you know. <laughs> your pride has just shot down. You, you know what song I heard the other day? I'm not going to remember it, but it's um. There's, well, on a side note, Cheryl Crow sings a song by Cat Stevens, mm-hmm. that you think is a Cheryl Crow song, and it's a Cat Stevens song. Huh. I forgot which so song. So did it is. you hear about this? This came up
1: recently. This um. So I was listening to this interview with Prince, and he was complaining about this, and this is why he doesn't um he doesn't do any well doesn't he's dead. He didn't do any covers. Is The music business, and I'm going to probably butcher this, um, but anyone is allowed to cover anyone else's song without paying royalties for that song really because they're playing it themselves there's some it's some weird shared agreement in the music business that maybe it's not still the the same but there was okay. an interview with like David Letterman from like I don't know 10 or 15 years ago where he was he was like pissing and moaning about it it's like people shouldn't be allowed to I mean how many times have people covered Purple Rain though All the, I see I don't like Prince music it's okay I don't get the hype but I think the hype is you had to be around I think Prince he was super talented was, but it's just big. not my style his 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 guitar playing is incredible
0: Pay. Let me see. Pay. Was it royalties for covers?
1: Something. Something about covers. He. He did this interview with. uh I think it was Letterman.
0: Do pay royalties for covers? Yeah. It costs nothing to cover a song when singing it live. live.
1: Yeah. However, it will cost you if you do it on the album. Oh. Isn't that wild? So though? I. I've always. I would I, have thought
0: that you would be paying like out the
1: ass to cover so, songs.
0: So this one again, just because we're on the. So this is especially when well. Yeah, Dave's never recorded all along the Watchtower. No. I mean it's recorded on his live albums though. Yeah, I, I actually as soon as I said that I was thinking like, but it's on his live track, so that So he's never done a studio recording of Correct. it. Correct. Yeah, and Correct. It, it sounds like that's where you have to pay for it. And maybe Dave doesn't care. But they've been playing that since like the early nineties. Well, you've
1: what was it what was it? What were the numbers that Dave hit last year touring? It was I some don't know. stupid amount of money.
0: I think the most I think the the band that had the highest grossing concert and I looked at ticket sales and when I was looking at them they had the lowest per ticket but they had a highest grossing meaning the amount of people that physically saw them last year was Coldplay. We went and saw them and they're amazing. How much did they make? How much did they revenue? Um cuz I heard the other day that Elton John
1: revenued 330 million dollars last year in concerts.
0: Coldplay <laughs> 2022 tour concert
1: revenue gross there, go. Perfect. there go. 19 million. 19 no, no, no. No. Is that... Hits one billion. That's over in, four... They made 19 and a half
0: million four over four 19, nights eight, yeah, yeah, in no, Mexico City. I, I think... 19 and a half million. They're, oh, my God. I believe God. they were the highest ranking ported revenue, 342 mil. Okay. um, That's wild. So, actually, here, we, we'll go down right through. So, they play... Because they, they play at world tours. I mean, they go all over. I, I mean, they hit mostly South America, and they hit... Um, so, when are you touring, Galen? North America. Because it looks like they're averaging
1: about, like, five mil a stop. Which one? Look at it. all. The, like, if you average all these, nineteen
0: oh that's four shows that's a
1: huge yeah but look at they're averaging like i mean that's over 10 shows and that's a yeah but look at that's a 10 show run
0: yeah but but again south america yeah
1: they're averaging like five mil a show though
0: one show one show one show so i saw them at two shows yeah i saw them at metlife so i was one of those shows yeah
1: so that six and a half mil a show
0: so 68
1: that's insane
0: europe I want to see what they did at – uh, because they play the, – they always end at Wembley. Yeah, six shows for 50 mil. I can't. I just – Yeah, but you got to think. like these, these numbers add up qu- – I couldn't fathom. You know what that this must is why be, people, though? This is why
1: people tour. This is –
0: what – You know what? That number might be per show. Like, they, they – no 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 no, 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 no. That's their number per shows right
1: there. And then that's their total revenue.
0: Tickets sold. Pro, like average price 95 like but i was looking at some of these 1. other 5, shows and they were
1: 1.5 million tickets sold for 146 million dollars dude you you really can't understand how much money 146 million dollars is in, um, in one year
0: <laughs> and that's some that's some live golf money right <laughs> there <laughs> um but it, it, no it's insane the other one that was high see reports um how much did tom segura make last year Yellow, no, you're right. Okay, I lied. You were right. Elton John beat him out by like thirty mil.
1: Okay, three seventy. So that whatever I saw must have been an old,
0: an old number. So three seventy, world's hottest tour. Who the hell is that? Music is that of the, the Spheres. Sp- That's Coldplay. Is that the Stones?
1: Bad, Bad Bunny. Bunny. Oh, he's like a
0: Latin guy
1: latin like hip-hop right
0: yeah i don't i honestly don't know anything yeah, about i don't him know besides dude. that but he he raked in I, my music knowledge how, stops at How how's this 2012? guy got 300 and, this is how i know i'm outdated in music 314 mil and i've never heard of the guy
1: i've heard the name i've heard no the name idea who it is
0: i i think but i think he's like a latin guy i think you're right so i but like mathematics this has to be some like this looks like uh what's the
1: people that wear the marshmallows on their head you know what I'm talking about? Oh, is Ed Sheeran? Never mind. Is it? You know what I'm talking about? You is know, it like Ed those, Sheeran? Have yeah, I said it at the bottom. Um, you know, keep
0: keep scrolling down, right there. Ed see, Sheeran. I think I would go see Ed Sheeran. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind Ed Sheeran. I think no, he he's it. great.
1: Yeah. Have you ever have you ever listened to him on uh, um, Howard Stern? He does an awesome who, interview. Sheeran. On Ed Sheeran. You know who else is like? This is kind of ridiculous. You know, I kind of watch some videos and I'm like... Um, Jesus, why am I, Charlie Puth, you know, that guy, you know, he's the one that's saying, you don't know, remember when, uh, we're going all over the freaking map right now. You don't know, remember fast and furious, the guy that died. Remember the guy that died? Oh, in fast uh, and furious? the actual a- uh, the actor. actor, right? Uh, yes.
0: So I his name, they yes. put that
1: movie out and then they, they made that music video, like see you again. You're, you, this is going to ring a bell for you. Okay. Um, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again not singing on a freaking podcast because i can't sing to save my life okay but he dude he got his start on like youtube just putting together like crazy um like little mixes and recordings and he still does this kind of stuff so this is how this guy got his like he's he's the you'll recognize that song for sure uh that see you again song
0: what's his name charlie pooth see you again by wiz
1: Yes. So it's by him, but he sings on it. And I'm pretty sure he. I'm pretty sure that he. uh,
0: Featuring Charlie.
1: What's his name? Puth? Puth. Puth. I'm fairly certain that's how you pronounce it. Puth. P U T H. Um, But if you look at some of his videos online, it's pretty cool. Like he puts stuff together, but he's got. He's one of those guys that has like that perfect pitch where you can play a note and he knows exactly what the note You can play like any sound. Charlie Puth? Yes. Okay. And he knows exactly what the sound is. Dude, he did this thing on. uh, it's either Kimmel or Fallon, where he literally took a mug, and he hit it with like a pen, and then recorded it. Okay. And then he used like a mixer. Oh, on he's site, a young kid. Used a
0: mixer on site. He's probably already. Oh age. yeah, thirty one. Yeah. Um, used a exact- mixer
1: on site and oh. turned it
0: into like a beat. That he's actually uh, born the exact same day as my sister to the year.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah, fun fact.
0: Um. Yeah, dude, you should
1: spend some time. I know you like YouTube. Spend some time look him up. He's got some. He's got a cool interview with.
0: The reason I thought about it, he's got a cool interview with Howard Stern too, where he just covers a bunch of songs. See, this is the thing. Like, I can already tell looking at the guy. He's probably not my style, so I probably want to watch it. You'd be surprised. Is he good? What kind of music is it? It's I don't like, know. If, can I? I don't know if I can play music. It's like pop ish. It's
1: I, you would reckon you would a hundred percent. I know Recognize songs. that song though from Fast and the Furious
0: without a doubt. I don't think I've ever seen a Fast and Furious movie. They're on to. like they're like what is it movie twenty nine now or I'm, something. I have no freaking clue. I stopped after two. Um, Tokyo Drift wasn't. No, that one? I didn't
1: watch that one. I think that or maybe that was two. Maybe it was. I don't know. So first, this first the, cut at the deepest.
0: That's the Cat Stevens song. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's Cat Stevens. It's not. Um, ever
1: seen Sheryl Crow?
0: Live, yeah. Um. I've never, I have seen never seen her life.
1: I've never seen so many men that are fifty years old with leather jackets on in my life. At a Cheryl Crow concert. At a Cheryl Crow concert. And it is just it was wild. I went to it was so I went with a friend in college, um, one of my good friends growing up. We went down to SPAC to watch it was John Mayer was opening for her. And he wasn't touring. He was like hadn't toured in a while. And we had gone to a couple concerts his already at that point. So he was known at that time. Oh, he was, okay. he was huge already. And so, um, we wanted to see him and we were like, he's opening for Cheryl Crow. We're like, ah, whatever we had heard. We had heard that at one of the other stops, he came back out and played with Cheryl Crow to finish out the night, like the whole encore. So we wa- went, watch, he played an awesome opener. He played for like an hour and a half. It was basically like a headliner, and then Sheryl Crow came out, and we're like, whatever. Like, yeah, I'll soak up the sun with you, Cheryl, but uh, I really don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, um, I, but, I mean, people are going crazy. But so we're sitting there, and we keep saying to each other, we should just go. Like, no, they said he's going to come out. They said he's going to come out. We'd stay for the whole thing. She doesn't even do an encore. She just does, like, a straight concert set, no encore. And apparently, so we find out like a couple weeks after we watched the concert, he did op- he did do the encores with her previously in the tour. They got in a huge fight, like a couple stops before SPAC, and he refused to do the encores. So we stayed there. We stayed down there. We had to drive back to Plattsburgh. We stayed down there till like freaking midnight, waiting for John Mayer to come out, oh. only to find out that he wasn't going to come out. And then we proceeded to... Pretty much pass out on the north way on the way back and almost
0: die did, in a car accident. So when we went, when we saw Mayer, did he play an Encore? I can't remember. Yeah, he had to have.
1: Yeah, he did. Yeah, he came back out. Yeah, he came back out. He played a pretty long one, actually. Did he? Yeah, he played an Encore. He came back out. His set list that day was incredible. It was so nice that that was a warm-up set for the new album because we got way more songs from the old albums that you probably wouldn't get normally
0: in the tour. Have you gone back and listened to that I kind of want to check the that album it, again? So f- first off, before I do that, his tour coming out is solo, which I think would be incredible. yeah, he's playing with the dead though that for that concert a- right after yes, yes. Um, oh he's that the he's already, his current tour right now is a solo tour. Is it the sob rock tour still? No no, no, it's no, a it's a new just, tour. Yeah, it's just his he put out a new Boston on a Monday, Madison Square Garden on a Wednesday. JP, I, I have is. no idea who that is. Um, what's the chances he plays like? I doubt it, like Montreal or something. Probably unlike uh, Once they go
1: west coast, they never come back. Yeah, like everybody.
0: Um, Boston would be fun on a, on a Monday. That's really March thirteenth. I feel like that's. Uh, I mean,
1: March thirteenth
0: or Wednesday. You're a Boston guy, though. Um, John I Mayer lived Al- there for
1: three years, so Albany, I know the city well.
0: Albany set. Twenty twenty, what two? Set list MVP, dude. I'm. That song Rosie is great. Oh, you're right. Born and raised in New Light. What are the encores? Those that, are both new or no? That was
1: that was the encore that we got.
0: Yeah, this from our show.
1: I thought he came back out and I thought Gravity was part of the encore. I thought so, he came back out and played that.
0: So. No, wait, not Last Train Home. No, Stop This Train. I Last love. Train Home. So have you listened to the Sobrock album? The new album I have. That's so a good, good Last song. Train Home is an awesome song. Yeah, and it was good when we did it. I, Shot in the Dark. Okay. Shot in the Dark was new. Um, I love Who Says. It's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. and Love
1: on the Weekend was new from the old album. Like his, before Sobrock. It was one of the newer songs.
0: Stop This Train. The yeah, Beautiful Ones song. by Prince. Didn't know that was a Prince cover.
1: I didn't recognize the song.
0: Um, and slow then he dancing goes, in a burning room is, is one of them Look at favorites. 15, 16, 19 and 20. He basically played all of his top hits, yeah, which I he, doubt you would see that dude, ever again. <laughs> I feel like he just went in and was like I just got to I got to dust these ones off. When he played
1: when he goes, I don't know if you guys will recognize this one. You know, I haven't played it in a little while. And then he hits the riff and then the whole place goes apeshit, and he just goes into, your body is what
0: people went. Oh, you're right. Dude, dude everybody
1: dude. in there it, over the age of probably 26 I, went. At, remember that remember that couple beside us? That great. young couple? They behind. were fun. Awesome. They were, totally they were cool. fun. If they, yeah, wasn't he like having, didn't they have to like drive like three hours they had away to go that down night? To, they had to go south. They had to go yeah. Like we were, in New York, but they had to go south. South. Yeah, we were going to we hang out with them, and then they were like, yeah, we can't. Oops, wrong. Um, um yeah that dude that concert was sick that but was some of those fun.
0: songs so like that's the first time i've ever seen a mayor concert i i was the set list for me was good for a, an artist that i know a handful of songs but they weren't there like gravity's great i i love daughters he didn't play daughters daughters is good um um he didn't i mean he's got a
1: huge lit i mean he's got why georgia huge, i think's great why Georgia's good he doesn't really play that What's, that much um I remember my first neon. concert. Neon's neon, Neon's awesome. Neon
0: is is do, crazy. Do, 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 that's a hard song. Yeah, to play. I can play that. Can he? That's what he said. Because I've, I've seen people like try to learn Neon and it's like a year to learn I was learn watching,
1: again, it sounds like I'm only on YouTube. Uh, I was watching a video of him playing it and he does like a, he kind of like shows you how to actually play. He's like, it's not, like everybody tries to pick it um, if you've ever played guitar before, mm-hmm. so you're just like using your finger. Some people use a pick to do it, but you're just like plucking the strings as you play them. And he teaches like you this little like strum beat to it. So it almost sounds like you're picking it, but he's like, that's how you make the notes meld together
0: a lot better. So during COVID, I watched a lot of his like Instagram lives. Mm-hmm. Like he would go live and just sit there for like an hour. In his house, playing music and just talking about songs. Like, yeah, so we're going to do the uh, pentatonic scale. And he's, like, and he's like, he's doing all this stuff and he's just talking about it. He goes, or you can do this. And he's, the guy's knowledge is incredible of the guitar. But it was inter- entertaining. Because he's, he's a funny be, guy. Like,
1: dude, that's got to be the coolest thing that came out of COVID is like all these artists were like, I thrive on people seeing my craft. And the only thing that they knew how to do was to like, just give you a behind the scenes. Like COVID turned behind the scenes into like a regular occurrence now. You Um, know what I mean? Like you, you see all this shit for people's lives now.
0: But cool shit. $890, nine nine rows back. (laughs) I always play that game. You go in as close as you can. Oh,
1: I, I may or may not. When I went to, uh, when I went to Paul McCartney, um, Drop I dropped some coin on I it. I may or may not have dropped some coin to be right about there at at uh, in Syracuse.
0: Did I tell you? Did I tell you about the story when we went to get, uh, Coldplay front row? Like front row.
1: Holy shit, two thousand uh, dollars.
0: I mean row three. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, no does, one. So so think. Does, think of the belt does that come with us with the concierge <laughs> concierge Marie. <laughs> <laughs> It's really hard to get someone to go how to you, Winnipeg you, in November. How, how you say a good night? <laughs> um, <laughs> so when we, we went to, so we went up to uh, Montreal for Coldplay. We saw them the night before, and they did two nights standing. This was like five years ago, maybe. It was pre kids, and we ended up like this next day. We spent the day. We're like, this is great. It's my, you know Gina's favorite band. So we we don't have tickets for the next night. So we go walking by like the Bell Centre like two o'clock on the next day. And I'm like, let's just go see with if the intention t- of like you're leaving. We to come we we were told the, the concert sold out. Okay, because when we had decent, we sat like right here for the um like the stage, same side. This yeah. is Bell Center. We were about right here, so about for people who aren't, can't see, we're about mid row or like lowest off level, off to the side. Great seats. Um, so next night we're like, okay, whatever. Let's just go see if there's possible possibility there's some seats. We'll sit up in the nosebleeds, whatever. We show up, we go walking in. Now I'm like, we're waiting in line at the will call we keep waiting keep waiting and i'm kind of like this is stupid like we should just go like they probably don't but i'm like whatever we're here and I, i'm literally like two people away and i'm like they they're gonna about think about the bail an, they're like they are going to think i'm an idiot to ask for tickets so i'm like whatever so i'm like we'll just we'll just try it. so i go walking up and i'm like hey um do you have any seats available tonight and i try to be like i try to be like very collected hey you know we we're just stopping by you know just curious so they go yes so they go hey uh this you know do you have any seats and the guy's like um yeah let me check and at this point, I'm like, "Oh, now whoosh. i I'm sort of like sold out." So he's like, he's like typing on a thing. He goes, "Well, um, the best, um, so are you? What seats?" I'm like, "Well, I guess what are the best ones you have?" Because I'm thinking nosebleeds, right? Like I'm Everything thinking, else like, like give me something maybe in the second level, whatever. He's like typing. He goes, well, the best I can do is the floor. So then this is me. I go. Now Gina's like. Like shaking, you know, like he's nervous. She's like, ah, and I'm like, She's nervous. and, I, and I, I was gonna say something different, but she, she was, she was, she was nervous. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, he goes, floor. So I'm a e, straight face, I'm like, how far back? <laughs> like, whatever. Like, we we're just gonna, we're in Montreal, we're, like, we're just there. I'm like, we're gonna go, it's just whatever. Well, so where's like, gonna happen? You, you can walk away. Yeah, so he's like typing, he's like, uh, uh, row G. So I was like, oh, I know my alphabet. I know my alphabet. Close. I'm a G name, it's a seventh number, in, a seventh letter in the alphabet. So I was like, okay. Um, I'm like, okay, so. I said how much, and I said just like face value, and he goes, "Yeah," and he tells me the price, and then I'm like, "That's Canadian, right?" <laughs> <So> he goes, <laughs> "He goes, yeah." So I'm like, "All right, we'll do it." So now Gina's like freaking it. She's like, "Wait, what? Like, like, yeah, yeah. Screw it. We're up. Like, let's you know, it's it's on the floor. It's close to your bed. Let's just try it." So we go walking in to the floor at the Bell Center. I've never sat at the floor for any show in my life. We go mm-hmm. walking in. They take us down like this column right here. So if people like can't see, kind of like where the boards would be in hockey. You go walking down the side. Yep. We're walking up to the stage. All of a sudden, we go up. We go up. We up. And I'm like,
1: "We're still going
0: up." Holy crap! We're close. Like it's well, you know where you're going. It's six rows. Row G, seven rows out. So still. they put us down seat 22 and 30, or not 22 and 30. I want to make sense. 29 and 30. So they sit us like right here on the very edge, which might like, make sense. Tickets open, we're all the way right. to the right. Yep. I happen to just like look down at my seat to make, cause they're with the, like the lights, go sit here. So I'm like, just, I wanna make sure I'm like sitting in the right seat. I look, it's not 29 and 30, it's like 59 and 60 or something. Huh. Like I'm looking at, I'm like, hey, hey, and I like caught the person, I'm like, we're 29, 30, these aren't our seats. And like, oh, you're right, sorry. So then they proceed to walk us down in front, Walk us along the front of the stage, like literally the front of like in front of row one. Then there was like a catwalk thing that comes out to like a big center piece. So then they come walking around that side. So now we're oh, on the aisle. so there's aisle like a, the little stage that comes out. That goes like halfway like, out the stadium. So, so to like, like a back center piece stage. He can come out and like be in the middle. And the band did a couple things out there. Gotcha. So now they walk us in front of the stage. Now they walk us on that catwalk.
1: On the catwalk?
0: Like, like on the you're catwalk. You're not on the stage. No, <laughs> you're not on the stage. Not on the but stage. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm saying like along the catwalk, like the barricade there. So then they turn and, like, oh, these are your seats. So I look down, sure as shit, 29 and 30 are the two seats on the catwalk, not all the way to the right by the door. So you're
1: still seven
0: rows back, but you're right next to the catwalk. Yes, now it gets better. So then I'll show you all the photos too after. So then they go, she's like, well, here's your bracelets. And I'm like, bracelets. I'm like, what are are you any bracelets for? And she's like, oh, because you're the last two seats, you can actually stand up on the barricade for the entire show. So they give us these two seats for me and Gina. So we're sitting there. We're like, "What the hell?" So we have these bracelets on that basically say you can stand on on the corner or right, right on on the barricade. Well, also the way that they make the stage, row seven, when the bear when like the catwalk comes where it would connect to the stage, like the stage is set. So you're like so in that inside corner. We're in the inside corner, but the other seats are almost too close. So like the row one is like on the they they can't even come out so they're actually like their angle is like they're almost shittier seats shittier than. seats because they're sitting on the front they're sitting on the aisle but they can't like there where their barricade goes it stops them like f- from where that is because you know the construction of it, it like sure. you know, yeah, there's, yeah. there's gaps in space so like where we were literally like row you six couldn't have seven better eight seats basically we're the best seats if you said hey Jared what seat would you want in this stadium pick any seat you would probably pick our two seats. Like knowing if you saw the layout of the concert, if you if I if I did the same thing, I zoomed in and showed you every single seat. Like if I was here, I'd be like, okay, the best seats probably like these two seats. Yeah, right. Well, there was a catwalk, so you'd be like probably that seat or that seat. Those were our seats. Wow. And like three hours before, what was it, seven eight o'clock? We were probably so like within five hours before the show, we had zero tickets. We ended up getting the best seats in the show. It was incredible. It was the coolest thing ever. So then we ended up getting seats this past year at MetLife. It was just general admission. Yeah. We weren't as close. Like we didn't want to wait with all the people, but we were like maybe fifteen rows back. General admission, corner.
1: it comes down to you just got to get there early, right?
0: And we were we were there early enough that we could have been on it, but it was also like, do I not want to go to the bathroom like for the next two hours kind of deal? Because we got there like as the opening acts were coming out. Oh, because once you get up there, you got to stay there or else someone yes, can come general on admission. It. I mean, you could say like you stay here and like watch my seats. I'm gonna try to make my way through the crowd of people back, and I probably could have, but it was also I'm like. I don't care. I'm on the floor. Like, to me, you're You're there. You're already down there. Yeah. What's the sense? So, but that was really cool. That was the closest I've ever been, minus like jam, like a dispatch where it was like using the speaker as a whole. Yeah,
1: basically, minus, you know, going over to higher ground, which every concert you go to, you're practically kissing their feet.
0: Yeah. So, and we, so like the Twiddle shows, um, general admission. Yeah. Which would be cool. So, I'm sure. Jen will probably be on the stage at some point. I like, <laughs> Chris I, I will be probably. I would like to be like somewhere. Um, no, so Chris. So I went with them to higher ground to see Mahali. So we're sitting there, and this i gonna pick on Chris, but because his ears are way better than mine, he like won't be in the front row. He wants to be like where acoustically sounds the best, sure, because he knows all the audio stuff. So he's like, This spot is like. Jen rips on him all the Designed time, for to hit but he, perfect, like he right understands there. music at like a higher like his ear is better than well. Plus mine. at a
1: concert level because he's done that
0: stuff and he, he used to record shows and audio and he's like this is where you're gonna get the best sound just the way everything's gonna like like filter out music wise because it's just with the bouncing and stuff it hits a certain point. Um, also another Nard Dog episode. Remember he's like in the audience when he did the uh, Sweetie oh, yeah, Todd. He's like he you got to gotta sit right here and uh, sorry office nerd coming out. But um, so speaking of music, one of the shows we watched. Uh, recently was um, the Shania Twain documentary. Really, it was actually good. Don't impress me much. Sh- so Shania, do you remember? Sh- I mean, you come on, country.
1: That was that was a.
0: But you know what? So this That's was her song, dude. I know. I okay. Know. <laughs> the Come On Over album. I, I was like, like Jesus, yeah, that come- was a good, that was a good little joke. No, no, I know you don't impress me. I, I know it was like a dad <laughs> joke coming out. But, so Shania, Shania Twain, they had a whole backstory. I did see that. So I from- think Debbie watched it. She said it was really good. So she, well, so she like grew up in like deep ontario like no, like uh-huh. like like north ontario like probably probably like a di- decent a distance from us like she wasn't anywhere near ottawa she was like up and in like okay. ontario so she was kind of backwards um so she kind of came out and they had like her whole upbringing she like saying like at local bars and things like yeah her name's not even shania it's eileen regina great middle name regina you mean regina i know I, I gina just, regina gina. um yeah so eileen regina <laughs> gina said shania that? twain Remember Dwight? huh oh. <laughs> her name is gina gina Ask, said that asked her to, <laughs> um, so but so we watched it but so when she when she came out the reason i'm saying this because like with the music was when you talk about country like 90s she was like this was pinnacle. she was the, she was the top of the food it's like her and garth brooks well, then all of a sudden, like, when I was listening to Country, like, I'm like, what happened to Shania Twain? I remember, like, late 90s, listened to her all the time. She and just then, dropped off. Well, she ended up getting, like, Lyme disease, and she'd stopped, like, touring for a long time. And then oh, she shit. came back after the fact, so now she's making music again. Yeah, I saw that. Like, she was at, like, the Grammys, and she did some stuff, and still looks pretty good. Like, She's, like, 60, isn't she? Uh, 57, yeah. Windsor, Canada. I mean, shit. But back, like, like this time, like, that Shania... That's no, that's Actually, pre- that's more recent. That's new album. present. Yeah. Shania. Never mind. Scratch that. Still looks amazing. But um you know she had a have you
1: gone back and have you ever seen so we speaking of Samsung, we used to um there was like a there's a music channel and on De- cause Debbie's home with the kids, so she'll she used to have that music channel on. And at like two o'clock most days, the country station will go to like nineties throwback. Okay. There is a music video. I forget what Shania Twain song it is, but it's like it's like her going around this bar scene and like all the guys oh. don't know she's there, like kind of thing. Like it's I forget what the what the song is. I think it's uh also it might be don't impress me much. No, I don't think so. Also with no, Bangs is not I don't like it's bangs. like original I know Shania. T- oh, I think it's um. They
0: showed it in the the episode. What's the one with the boots? Um. You you're know what I'm talking about, right? The one, still the one. Um. No, that's later. No, I know. i just. I'm going. This who's is like boots, this yeah. Whose bed who, has your boots been? on? Whose bed is your boots? Is it? Was it this one? Yes, this is this. I'm. I'm almost certain this is the song. I just want to make sure I'm not. So busting out royalty fees here to. Yeah, Shania. Uh, <laughs> I think. I think you're right.
1: If you watch this, you're like, oh, that's That's why I was absolutely in love with Shania Twain as a child.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it's all like, don't they like slow it down and she kind of.
1: I forget. (laughs) Yeah, like nobody knows she's there, but she's in this like skimpy little red dress the whole time. I mean, she doesn't look
0: bad. I mean. Yeah. Not God bless Shania. Not terrible, right? But yeah, so that no, she's so the come on was it Come On Over album? Is that her big one? I honestly don't know. It came out Come on Over songs, yeah. Yeah, this Yeah, one. that was the big one. So this this was like I remember we drove down I think it was, was Tennessee like late as 90s. a kid and we just had this on. Yeah, ninety six, ninety seven. Yeah. How about that name? Robert John Mutling? Some imagine it be Some
1: great country names, man.
0: Um. Yeah, all these songs. I think my
1: Rock This Country. You got See,
0: that's Honey I'm Home. That was a great yeah, song. Yeah, Honey
1: I'm Home was a big one. You're still the still one. Still the one. I mean, all yep. these. Don't be stupid. Love to Dude, you. she was. It's like it didn't matter what she did. From this moment? I remember that song. Do, do, do. 98. Mm-hmm. What 12? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Higher ground. What's that? Oh, that's. Never mind. I saw Higher Ground. Is that a pop
0: up <laughs> tab? No, it was uh, oh, twiddle. There you go. <laughs> that, that's not from Higher Ground. That's their tour right now. Just a live stream. Um. Anyway, how yeah. the hell did we get on this? Shit, we was talking music, and then we talked about country '90s country. Yeah, everything comes in full circle. Like we 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 talk about it, but it's uh no, because there was something else. I don't know if it was Honey, I'm Home. There was, that don't impress me much. There's you had a there was one song I really liked, but it was like later on in the album. That's um, okay it's, Man I feel like a woman at, at this point That was <laughs> Was that the one that Was like Something about Brad that Pitt and something everybody about, sings Yeah I don't remember Like if, if the song came on I would know every word to it I feel But I think you would know Every word to every song That you put on For Shania Twain But so the album Or the, the music video Was great But did you know She bought a house She lived in the Adirondacks For a short period of time No So she ended up um, I'll show it to you She had her own lake Shania Twain Adirondacks that so, was so. While you're looking that up, so that was one thing
1: from our photography career. Dexter Lake. We saw some wild locations in the Adirondacks. There was this place in Owls Head, New York, that we went up to, and it was owned by the former CEO of Outback Steakhouse. Where was this? This was Owls Head. So Owls Head is about halfway between Tupper Lake like and Balliner, and, right? uh, and Malone. And dude, this place was insane you walked in each I mean I I, I wait is it that it's that close to Malone I think it's halfway between Malone and uh and really Tupper lake
0: it's hard to find on a map is it yeah but I think owl's head is more like up near Titus Lake titus maybe it's closer I feel like owl's head is like right up here well
1: regardless I maybe that's i'm fine. not yeah. getting it right no it's fine okay. so there's he has a, is a he has a private lake on his property um, I mean, it's not huge, but private lake on his property that had a pump house with a waterfall underneath it, like an old stone pump house. Oh, right here. That led to yeah, it's right around there somewhere. That's where Indian Lake is. Um, Man, I...
0: sorry, keep going.
1: yeah. So, so you you come in and he's got a he's got a shooting range right when you come on the location, and then you go up and there's the the uh, the groundskeeper's house, which is like. A gorgeous cabin that, like any of us, would pay you know $300,000 to have that in the Adirondacks. And then you go up this road and up at the top of a hill that this massive hill that looks down over this I think it's a man made lake that they built the pump house on um, is this huge, gorgeous three story home. When you go inside of it, like so, you walk inside this back door and you can go inside this obviously, you know, big, huge, great room the staircase there's this grand staircase that goes up to the left each stair is about nine feet long and it's half of a tree literally like if you cut like like a probably like a six the flat part like a 16 inch tree yeah if you cut it in half Took all the, removed all the bark. Was it lined And then edge? coated it. It was it was all, the, the whole bottom part was the rounded port part of the tree. Oh, gotcha. So was it kind so of like a
0: floating stair? It was, no.
1: So it had railings too. It was, you know, small uh tree tree branches. But, the, but I mean, they were
0: all like stacked like this. Yeah. Like you could was, see through it. You could of, see through them. Yeah.
1: yeah, sure. But I mean, but they were, they were secured. It wasn't like, you know, like the metal floating where it looks like they're just floating. But then when you walked in, he was, he... Every year he would go do um, safaris and hunt. So when you walked into the right, there was all this like wild African game that he had shipped in. So, like, right by the front entrance, there's this massive lion that, like, some kind of lion just like all posed up. And then there's like, there's like, I don't know what they are, antelope or whatever in the background. And he's got all this game in there. This kid. dude, it was just it was wild. That was a really cool spot that we went to. The other spot that I think was probably cooler was we ended up doing a wedding for this couple who the I don't know if it's the the bride or the groom. Actually, um, they were descendants of the Rockefellers, and they had this property, they a Great in, Lake or a Great Cabin. They, ugh, doesn't even begin to describe <laughs> it. They had this property in Paul Smiths that literally I might have told you this before. So you're, you're coming out of Paul Smith's, like heading west past the college, um, kind of like where like the cross-country trails are, I think. Yep. And then so you go and you have to stop at this gate. And the gatekeeper has a house. The gatekeeper's house is like this old yellow Victorian that is three stories. I mean, this huge house. It's just a gatekeeper. And so you get past it. The gatekeeper lets you in. And then you literally drive three miles. They own all this property. You drive back three miles. Into the wilderness, okay, to get to this main area. Like, we're driving back, and there's like mountain ranges on the left. And she's like, "Yeah, we own all that, like thousands upon thousands of acres." You get in, and there's everybody like has their own house, but these houses are massive, and they're they're well over like 100 and whatever years you, old, you 130,
0: 140 years old. You were with us when he played Saranac in last year, right? No, so. Two years ago, right? Was it two years? Yeah, you're right. No, it was two years ago. Yeah, it was two years ago. So, like, right here, Saranac Inn. So, this place right here is where Ann and Brady got married. And this thing is, like, there's a bunch of camps here, but this is like a whole compound. Yeah. And, like, this view right here looking out is incredible. Mm -hmm. I don't know what lake that is, like, upper... Is it Upper Saranac? Upper Saranac, yeah. Like I don't, I don't know the lakes that well. When you get to the Rockies, we but gotta talk to Adam about that. I know he'd be like, oh, you hey, go down oh, here right, and right, take like right, a little right, Island right, Chapel to, Road to a little this
1: paddle. Way. I did a, did a canoe carry over that. From, <laughs> yeah, no, he would know it for sure. Oh, he's like Goose Island. Oh yeah, Goose Island. Oh yeah, Goose island. Goose island. Oh, yeah. Island. Island. Over. good beer. Had, had a couple, had a couple shots of Jameson with uh, somebody, from, somebody from Alaska up there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing is the plausibility of that story is
0: about a hundred percent. Yeah, he'd be like, hey. Yeah, Tommy's Rock. Do you know Tommy's Rock? Yeah, it's great. We we actually we swam out there. Yeah. <laughs> we cooked our own food.
1: Yeah, so there, there was this girl and she was a chef at the local cottage, and I hooked up with her on Tommy's Rock that night. <laughs> we stayed
0: <laughs> It was great. Had a whole brisket meals <laughs> <laughs> the George Foreman grill. It was amazing. Uh, Adam's stories are amazing. But like right there, Colvert uh the Colgate University camp. Like this is Yeah. So so like picture this
1: and like make it 10 times more secluded Do you know where it was and though? owned by one family i honestly couldn't tell you i'd have to go i'd have to go out and drive so i don't like, even think i could look on a map so
0: this camp was built like late 1800s early 1900s and there was like signatures from i think it was rockefeller like they would come visit and they mm. so whoever lived there originally they would like yeah this, sign is, the guest this book. is not it at all because there was no, there's not a road even remotely in sight where where that was so this one let me see go back to dexter so I'll show you exactly where it is because it was it's a lake. So this, we zoom out. So this is Shania Twain? Yeah. It's right here. St. Regis Falls. Parish yeah, Hill.
1: Hold on. There's Paul. Before you do that, go down to Paul Smith's. Zoom in there. Okay. And then take...
0: Yeah, come out. Which direction? That way? Come down on this. Keys. Keys Mill? Mill Road. Was that it? Um, what about this back here?
1: No, that's a that's public property. See, it's a state park. Uh Okay. What's this? Actually shit. Zoom in on this spot right here.
0: The little fork? Yeah. Oh, this road? That? Bay Pond Road though. No, there's too many roads going off that. No, come
1: back down. Come back down. It might be this. It's
0: Adirondack Park Trail?
1: No, keep coming down. It might be this. Uh, yeah. Keep
0: ah shit. I mean, it's all the same same road going down.
1: Yeah, I don't know. These are public. It, yeah,
0: I don't know. Cause there's there's got to be ten thousand lakes in the Adirondacks. There's not. Yeah, there's a shitload. I mean, well, look ponds how many of these little stuff, ones? But, well, ponds. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I dude, I'd have to, I'd have to figure it out. I'd have to look up. I bet I have an address somewhere, but and we could look it up. But dude, it was wild. It was insane. Like I mean, they had like, it was literally like. Did you ever go to like sleepaway camp as a kid? No. So like sleepaway camp where you have like there's like the there's like the massive dorms where like there's a huge mess hall in it and a big cafeteria and everything. Like when you picture when you picture like those huge long buildings. Yeah, it's like um, heavyweights. Camp Hope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So picture that. So they literally had like that kind of building, but then every family had a house as big as like what you're picturing for like a sleepaway camp. Yeah, just like a big family compound.
0: Massive. That compound. that was in the Adirondacks?
1: In the Adirondacks. It was right near Paul Smith's.
0: So, so And the... uh but yeah, no, it was dude, it was wild. So this is her house right here. This is Dexter, which I believe is a private pond. She owned the whole thing. Sure. This is her house. That's wild. So, like, this big, long, like, house there. Oh, so you want (laughs) to... Have you been to Naples before? No. So we went to... I mean, this is where we go. It's like our home away from home. So we ended up venturing out and, like, walked on the beach Mm -hmm. um, where we got married, and it was great. So the homes in Naples are wild. Unreal. Unreal, like it's and, and again, I'm sure there's you know some other places that are, you know, just as cool. But so I found out this is the most expensive home in Naples, because is, is Marco Island in Naples? No, south. south? It, it's okay. just south, though. You'll see, you it's right here. That's Marco Island. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, like I've been down there a couple of times, but this is this is actually a really cool beach. So funny too. story about Marco Island. So,
1: um, back in the '80s um bob had a buddy who came to him and he goes hey i just got back from florida and uh i thought you might be interested there's this new place that they're starting to develop property down in florida and you can pick up you can pick up some parcels there's not many not many properties on it yet um but i think i think it might be big um he's like yeah well i mean i don't, I don't know if i'm a position but yeah what's the place called he goes i guess they're gonna call it marco island I think it's called Marco Island or something. But, yeah, they're selling all these properties right now that you could develop. When was this? Like like 90s? Eight, no, like 80s? 83, 84. <laughs> He's like, shit. There's my retirement package. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine well, if you picked up a couple. I mean,
0: I, they were going for a lot.
1: He said, I just didn't have enough money to rub together to do it. But
0: anyway. So, well, so we ended up. We This is where we went like with the kids and everything right here. We actually parked right here. Uh-huh. out not here. So I found out. Oh, my out- God.
1: Oh my! Just looking at these houses already.
0: Oh yeah, I mean this is. You can just tell. Yeah, I mean you walk right by them; they're all right there. So like we we got married in a couple in front of a couple of them. For, so Naples. Up. So the
1: beach is public, mm-hmm. but the there's houses that are right on the beach. We got married, so they right. don't have their own private beaches. This is literally where we got married, right here. That's pretty sweet. But, so, no, but none of these people that own prop—they just own the property.
0: They don't have any like they have their own access, well, I mean, but it's
1: but they don't actually have like yeah they their all own walk right down to the beach. Gotcha. It's
0: kind of like when you went to Outer Banks. It's kind of the same style, just not as long of a gotcha. walk. Gotcha.
1: Only are most of these houses like these are Airbnb houses. These are like just wealthy people that
0: own them, <laughs> right? It's insane. You know what I actually heard? Some someone talked about a lot of them. Look at I that! I, you can just tell, like seventy-six right there. That house has got to be massive. Yeah, well, I'll show you some like street views. So oh my this god, one, I that found place out place is got to be huge. Oh, too. The, so this one I found out. Th- okay. Oh go. wow. So this one right here is the most expensive. I didn't realize this at the time. I looked it up after the fact. This that house right really here is the most modern. expensive house in Naples of sixty three mil.
1: Two pools. Oh. That yeah. you can
0: see. That you can see, and you're right on the water. What's actually cool is you can go through here, which I probably have been by. I just didn't. Like we drove through that, so I well, drove it's gated by. and it's got trees. So it's probably we, hard to see. But look at some of these things. You start going down. God, this is wild. But you go see some. These look of th- like country clubs. Oh yeah, and some of these. There's one place. There was one place they cut out, which we saw. We were walking by. They cut it out and was like rock. So it's almost all this ledge was underneath, and they cut it out to make it like almost like a cave. Part of the So their house. backyard is like a cave with like a lazy pool, like a grotto and everything. Oh, that's yeah, that's really what. It, yeah, that's cool, what it looked dude. like. So when you come down through here, like these places. They have these massive, like man-made courtyards. Like, look at this one. Holy shit! Yeah. So, like, this is from the main road to the actual property, and they probably dug that though for like prote- water protection this too to prevent flooding and everything. Look at this house built that. Just put, let's put a whole pond here with an island.
1: It, that pool is covered too. That pool is probably square footage bigger than my house. This one?
0: Yeah. It, it's all covered. Oh yeah. I mean, look at the size of that thing. That's wild. This is when you have. This is when stupid. like stupid like this is more money than you could possibly. And spend. then you go down like here, like like oh my god! So this one they're building. We actually I think we drove by that one. This is a house. Yeah, they're it looks bi- like a hotel. Oh no 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 houses, man. These are this is bougie as I'll get out. So this isn't even this is a. There's no word for this yet. I don't think bougie scratches the surface. So like, let me see. Yeah, so this is. That's someone. That looks like the
1: entrance to a hotel.
0: Yeah, I mean these things are. I'm just. I'm trying to see. Oh, okay. We can go down the path. I think I'm going the wrong way. (laughs) Well, here's one. Yeah, these people are poor. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) fun They don't have water. They don't have waterfront. I mean, it's it's just insane. But so, so I'm just again, we're just talking this, and then you go in like the canal areas. These things are.
1: And these houses are massive. These too. are
0: cheaper though because they're not in the on the cheaper. ocean. So so you mean 9 million instead of 50 50 million? That's that's what we're talking. I mean this is so like I've gone down through here on a boat before. This is called Port Royal, which is just an insane like Larry Bird's got a house there, Bill Gates has a house down there. <sighs> um but like all these they're just th- these insane homes. Oh, this is awesome. I didn't
1: Oh my god. They have you have Wow, this so the, is wild that Google is allowed to go down these roads. And well, and the pub, they're public
0: roads. We actually drove down there and, and got I, lost. I guess. Turn around.
1: I'd be pissed. Like, get out of my neighborhood.
0: Like, like all these just... Jesus. Ma- yeah. But then, I mean... The, that's, they're, that's like a brand new building, too. That was probably built 10 well, years ago. this is the thing. So all Look these, home, thing, all these th- homes down here, they just take all these homes they just tear them down. And build new ones. So my sister got... um Holy shit. So that was the highest sale. So my sister works for a pair of... Like, I don't want yeah. to give it away, but she she works down there. She got a um, a contract, came across her desk, and she sent me just like the price on it. It was 25 mil. I'm like, that's insane. You know what she says? It's oh, yeah, nothing. yeah. No, no. Yeah, they're buying it, but that's the existing house. They're tearing it down. I had the second contract coming in for the build, which is 75 mil. This was on the contract. Who are these people? I pfft, I don't know. It's just another world. I mean, it, it's it, it is insane down there. It's a gorgeous place. I mean, it's like you being saying not to live there if you could. Sure. But yeah. It's it's just. Yeah. I mean, it, it's meanwhile I'm I've got a 250 square foot cabin. <laughs> to each their own, though. I mean, like now, now granted, like some of those homes, like you look in, I'm like D- these people. One, it's most likely not their main residence, which is crazy which is even to crazier. Think. Yes, because you got like had, a $30 million thirty million second, third, or fourth residence potentially. I know what I also heard too that some of them I think ju- just do it for the like to just roll cash in to cover cash 1035 exchanges or something. Well, they don't, they don't do no, to, but sorry, it wouldn't even be that. But I think they business. use it as like whatever they might again. I don't know the tax law and all this, but I think they do something where they actually they'll shelter their money by buying it. And then, like, I also heard that. There's a possibility some of this is um, washed through these properties too.
1: Well, of course it is.
0: But I mean, like, so people don't even live there. They just there's wash no the money through There's no doubt in my that. mind that there's cartel money on those roads. And, and I don't, um, I found out the richest person in Naples, he's worth like $11 He lives in Naples. And nobody knows who he is probably. Uh, well, he's one of the top hundred richest people in the world, which is crazy to think you're worth that much and you're not even, you're in the top hundred. It's crazy to think that you're in Naples, Florida when you could be in, you know, Nice or Morocco. Or yeah, but this place is freaking nice, though. So I'm just, but it it depends. Like you know, you, when you go over to um, look at all that future development that's about to happen. Oh yeah, this Holy this every time I go down there, shit. you should see the amount of cranes there, just building condos up. And, it's just wild. You know, what's also funny too. So we're gonna go over here. What's funny is the fact that all these people are gonna be underwater in, well, 25 years. Actually, look at how close the Bahamas is to Florida. Well, on Google, well, I mean that that'd be real life, though. I mean that's. Yeah, but is it? I mean, that's that's got to be what? I mean, this right here. So this distance we drove because from Miami to Key West is so it's what? So this distance right five here, five hours by car, or six hours? Not sure, but this right here is an hour and a half. Naples to Fort Lauderdale is only an hour, hour and a half. half. Yep, I did it three a.m. the other day. So huh, that's no shit. So think about what this to that would be by car if you drove straight across. Yeah, an hour for two hours tops. So if you took a plane from here to here. So it's 70 miles minutes. an hour. hundred. So it's 100 miles. 20 minutes. I mean, so actually, perfect example. This to here, what do they say is 90 miles? Oh, okay. From Key West to uh, Cuba. Key West to Havana, you might be talking like 100, 120 miles. It's less than here to Albany by driving. Oh, shit. So so you got to think the distance from Bahamas. Like NASA is obviously the big one. I just, I've just i never been to the Bahamas. Me neither. Uh, but this one right here. Again, sorry folks for people listening. We're looking at maps, so this is probably very irrelevant to all y'all, but this is let me get my bearings here. We're up too far. What are you looking for? You're gonna appreciate this. So one of the Jupiter, most Jupiter Jupiter, Florida? Yep. Have you ever Tigers? done this? Have you ever done this? No. There it is. Jupiter Beach. I've been to Jupiter Beach. Jupiter Island. I don't know why all this blue's coming up. Oh, you know why? It's because you have the map view. Yeah, my bad. Um or the map view. Also, did you yeah, see yeah, that yeah, the uh view that they had this, like, member guest, pro guest tournament. Medina? uh, Not Medina. Seminole? At Seminole, yeah, I heard about this. And the PGA tournament was, like, 20 minutes away. And the PGA tournament was, like, a joke compared to this Monday pro member, like... Well, because everybody at Seminole is a a professional. Yeah, but they said, like, the amount of, like, top people in the world that were playing here, when the actual tournament was... I think was like right down in this area.
1: How come they don't do tournaments at Seminole? How come it's I so how come it's so exclu- it's like, like, privately exclusive? It's like
0: uh what's the one what's the famous one in um um Pine Something? It's in Jersey. It's always like t- Golf Digest used to rank at the number one golf course oh, in is the world. It Trump's course in New nope, Jersey? Nope, it's like Pine Pine Valley, maybe? Hmm. No Pine, idea. Pine um let me see, Pine Something. <laughs> New Jersey, golf. Private golf. Pine Valley. Did Pine I say I, I Pine, Pine, Pine Hill? Va- no, Pine I th- I th- it's Pine Valley. Yeah, yeah Pine Valley. Top it's, five. Number five. It's always... It's always in the top five? I mean, for years, it was number one. It's private club numbers can play only if invited and accompanied by a member. And it's, it's like historically the number one club they in They actually America.
1: have pictures of it. That's surprising.
0: I think they said that one day a year, they allow like... They have a tournament on it's there. Is that a carry player? Could be. Doing push-ups? Like, you you know you have a good course. Like, not even that. That first photo, you know you have a good course when that's what your photos look like. When you go to watch, like, a uh, like a major or a PGA tournament or professional tournament, but, like, I had a major status, this is what the course looks like. Right. It's it's You've never seen golf You've never seen a golf course – like, the, think of the nicest golf course you've ever been to and then go watch, like, a U.S. Open on a course, and it's night and day. Yeah. It is like – got to go this year. Well, the problem is the PGA this year is in Oak Hill, which but they I, ch- I they went 2003. The, they but, changed the PGA. Isn't it later in the year now? No, it's in May. They changed it from August to May. Oh, okay. So, which, the other way around. So, this is what happened. So, that is in Oak Hill, which is great. Uh-huh. Sunday of Oak Hill – this year, or at least Sunday of the PGA championship this year, is my daughter's birthday. Oh shit. So she's born it falls when I, I actually had tickets to go to Beth Page the year she was born. She ended up being born like just after midnight on Tuesday and the final round was Sunday. So I could have made it work had I known that was actually gonna happen, which I obviously didn't go. We sold the no, tickets on. I mean, you can't yeah. So it's but so now five. you know, so my daughter has for at least until maybe she likes golf, I can never go to a PGA t- championship again. Um, well, PGA championship, but. PGA, but the, uh, the U.S. Open is in LA this year.
1: Yeah, not going to that.
0: So if you go down well, here, what's in
1: Connecticut? It's not, the, not the Travelers. What is I it? I want to go Har- that one. That's a that, that one's Harford? a That one's a like really wa- good. Isn't that no? That used to be the warm up. It's for uh, something. the
0: Travelers. It's always the day. It's always the week after the U.S. Open, but it is. A very stacked field. But everybody plays it, It's a very right? stacked field. And we you know what I'm thinking that. this year is if that's one of the um, the raised events on the PGA Tour, you know, they have like, I think they took like a handful of them and turned them into like a higher level higher ones. Higher purses or something? So what they did, so the PGA Tour I to combat the list. they changed payouts
1: this year to combat Massively. massively. Well, um, look, at, look at what the guy just won this past weekend. It was like first, a, it was a freaking it was, Honda it Classic. Was over. He won $1.4 million for the f- Yeah, but that's
0: kind of normal. If you go back to the following the week prior when John Rahm won, because that was an elevated event, it was over three mil. Yeah. To the winner. So the the um so I will say Liv did play their cards to get the PGA to make some moves. But that wasn't why Liv did it though.
1: That's why the the players are probably doing it for that reason. Correct. But the Saudis didn't do it for that reason. uh, Yeah. The Saudis aren't sitting here, Oh, I wish I could get these golfers some more money. No, but but I do (laughs) think
0: I do think there was a I think the people benefiting the most from it is the PGA Tour, to be honest. I think if you just... Yeah, well, look at the publicity that it's giving the PGA Tour. Plus
1: Tiger throwing fire out there.
0: Yeah, I mean... So, okay, so let's, let's go down, and you will find very quickly, you will know which one is Tiger Woods' house. It's right by Pickle Beach. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's Tiger's house. So the, and the the crazy thing is on this road, he's like obviously he owns this, but they're not even on the water, right? They're across the road. So like you go across the road and like go down to like your boating house or whatever, and that's not even where he keeps his boat. Look like where he keeps his boat. Well, yeah, canal. you wouldn't
1: keep your boat on the ocean side, You keep, but, keep it on the canal. But, no,
0: I know, but I'm just saying in general, like you, like yeah, there's no. are saying? Like you do, you don't walk out onto your beach. He's got you, to have a view of the
1: beach from that that house, though. So. You'd think up up top, yeah, you would. he has to.
0: But this is. Yeah, that's it. A bunch of golf holes in the back, tennis court, lap pool. Training, and, that, and that, Training center probably. Well, and that's the thing. Like, So that's another house. It's probably Justin Thomas's house. But if you go down here, like, whose house is this? Like, I'm assuming this is his property still. And
1: that house is probably massive by most scales.
0: Yeah, like this one. But I'm guessing... Oh, even that one. Even that one is oh, probably yes. a
1: massive house. It just goes to show you how big Tiger's house is. Yeah, that's got to be a gigantic house.
0: It's got to be a guest house with the guest yacht just in case. <laughs> so, but I mean this Oh, is, how the
1: better half lives.
0: But isn't that crazy? It's like, wild. But I know that that like for some reason, I know Blackpool. that's his house. Yeah. But um so Yeah, insane. How many times
1: So, if you watched Full Swing yet? Yeah, watch the whole thing. Okay, I haven't watched the whole thing. Um did Matt Fitzpat did Matt FitzPatrick's episode make you almost cry when he won?
0: No. You didn't like that episode? No, not not that I didn't like that episode. Dude, they played music when like he who, was who, like who who was in that episode with Matt Fitzpatrick?
1: Don, D, no, it wasn't DJ. Was it DJ? No. What was it
0: called? Full Swing, right?
1: Yeah, I forget. But they played like music. They played like
0: tracks over it, is, like. Is that your last one that you watched? I
1: watched Tony's. Tony's my Tony last one. Tony Finau.
0: That one made me. Ooh. That was I was going to say Ooh. Tony Finnegan was way worse than Matt Fitzpatrick. I just get whenever they throw like a Dustin Johnson Matt No, that no. No, not the DJ part. The DJ part was just No, but I'm frustrating. saying that ep- I'm saying that episode like no, that was They throw these tracks
1: over the top of like him. It's his first PJ tour win. And he wins in fashion, man. <laughs> his shot on 18 like, at out of the bunker was
0: sick. Yeah. He played just, well.
1: But no, the definitely the t- I think Tony's the last episode I watched. Tony's episode though was like, oh my god, cuz you can relate cuz you're a family guy. Let me ask you this though. The one thing that Yeah, Tony was my favorite. Whenever you start getting a glimpse of like a professional golfer's life, the reality of the situation is no way, no how would this ever happen. Do you not immediately get, man, if I had done my life differently, I could have been one of these guys? No. You don't get that feeling. No, you don't get that feeling of like. Had I done this at an earlier age, I could have done. Not I even c- close. I could have been one of these guys. No,
0: you don't even get it in the least. No, that like ugh, I, I I live the in I live different. in reality, Jared, not no. in fantasy land. <laughs> I, I so this 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 is my no because this is the thing.
1: Like if you if your dad was like a if your dad was a PGA professional at a golf course and you were growing up around golf all the time, no. like I just think about. Okay.
0: that. Okay, so to to combat that. Would I be a much better golfer right now? Yes. Would I be on the PGA Tour? No. That'd be like me saying, Galen, you played soccer your whole life. How come you're not messy? Same concept. These guys are the, the like, scratching <laughs> the, like, from a, from a sport level, if I played golf... You don't get that, like,
1: you don't get... So, so maybe I'm phrasing this wrong. You don't get... Ne- maybe not necessarily, oh, I could do this too. I know I could fucking do this. You don't get that, like... Oh man! If I had just had the ability to just, someone had said, "Work hard and like push you to be a better golfer." Be the Dustin Pedroia
0: of golf at a young age. No, I. I, This is what you don't like. Think about that. No, no, I don't. I I honestly don't think you played golf as a kid, though. I did. I played it as a little kid and then stopped. So,
1: if I okay, so So I have regrets from childhood. It's like that meme where it's like, (laughs) "Have you read? Have you seen that video where the guy's like?" And what, what is the one thing you regret in your life? It's like, I regret not playing high school golf because then I would have maybe gone to college and then I would have been so good at golf and I'd be beating all my friends and I could probably so, like start a golf YouTube channel. <laughs>
0: so that that's actually true. So I think that would be more of my concept. So if I... We'd if, be so good at golf. If I had stuck to it as a kid, it would just be so much better. So this is my thought. If I played golf at a young age, and I'm going to say I start at 10, if I played golf at 10 with lessons, mm-hmm. like – so I'm going to go back to like – I because I played a decent amount of golf. But if I played golf with lessons, meaning I had someone that knew what they were doing – because I'm still to this day learning stuff about golf that I didn't even know was like part of the golf <laughs> swing or part of the clubs Absolutely. or whatever. So if I had someone at an early age coach me and I played golf – so let's say I started young. I had a coach. I – Trained for golf, so I practiced and physically trained for golf. I played on a high school golf team. If all of that happened, I really think I would have played, like, fairly high-level college golf. D1? When I say fairly high-level, I'm thinking, like, D1, but I'm not thinking, like, SEC, ACC, D1. I'm saying, like, I probably would have played at a D1 college if I would have— I. Now, granted, I was nowhere near close to a D one college, but I'm saying back then I got pretty good, yeah. Just completely on my own, like right. just figuring it out, reading golf. There was no YouTube for golf back then. It was like flipping through Golf Digest magazine and like looking at still photos. I mean, like, okay, his hands are here, and then you see like the next photo. I'm like, how do you get from like you're not seeing a full swing? Yep, guys aren't talking about it. So I learned. Yeah, no coach. I had no coach. I read golf magazines. I read Golf Digest. I would hit golf balls. I used clubs that were not probably fitted for me all this all this no way so i ended up um yeah so i think i would have been able to play d1 golf would you have gone to q school if you'd played d1 golf and tried to make the if i consistently got better because this is the thing with me like i'm not this most physically gifted athlete i worked hard i was always like a hard worker yeah exactly um so i got a lot out of my I felt like I I tapped into my potential more than other players did, but other players were better than me because their potential was much higher. They went on. Yeah, that was my childhood.
1: It was all. Everybody had more talent, but I worked harder than most people. So that's why I could play at the level that I I played. I could hang. Like, yeah. Yeah, And and
0: so. Not in golf. That's not a golf reference. But but this. So this is the other thing, too. Like, I stopped playing golf, cold turkey, when I was like 21, I think, like done. Sure. I think I played like five times over like eight years. What did you get down to? like a six i i think my score my my scoring average in like high school is like 76 that's like a like i i would say if you had to go handicap wise i was probably like your best
1: round ever was a 73 right yeah
0: and uh but i had you know i had a handful like in the mid 70s and stuff like that i mean this past year i had a you had set, a couple rounds. You had a mid- seventy six and a seventy seventy seven. Seven. Yeah, I didn't break seventy five. But that seventy six was a sneaky seventy
1: six, too. That was that was early morning. It was easy. It was I, I if it was you a had stress free seventy six. If you had not if I hadn't won, I wasn't really paying attention. I knew you were playing well. If you at the end of the round was like, What do you think I shot? I would have been like, I don't know,
0: 81, 82. Yeah. 70s And then he goes, Yeah, that that was the thing is with golf, like 81 down to a 76 is a totally different round.
1: That is a massive difference. It's four shots,
0: but it's massively different. Like just me from like two years ago shooting, like barely being able to break 90. Shooting 80 by yourself in the morning with no way around? Oh, that was so great. That was the greatest. (laughs) I actually will say it's probably legit because you text me about it. It was. I
1: text everybody. I text text people that live out west. I was so proud of myself. Um, That was a bit of an outlier. Everything was just working. But that going from like shooting that one round, um I think I shot an eighty-two or what is eighty-one or eighty-two with you? That one yeah, you, morning, you had a couple good ones this year. That was, good but it was year. just clean. The drives were working, everything was just working. But to go from that, which was probably the best, I, that's I would say that was the best I've ever played. The eighty I shot on my home course was a product of two things. It was, I know I could literally walk that course with my eyes shut. I know that course so well. I know exactly what to hit from where. And this, and this is like harkening back to when I was I never played it. I played I played when I was 10 and 11 and 12. And then I left my public school to go to private school and stopped playing golf and didn't pick up golf again until I was 23. So, but I could still from those those days as a 10-year-old.
0: So, so that's me at North Country. Like this year I shot I played North Country one round, like a legitimate scored round. It was a 77 this year. Yeah, you played well that day. But I just but it's also a course that I know like, it's I amazing. To hit, I to yeah, lead the it's ball it's amazing because you're you're eliminating errors. Like for
1: well, us, eliminating errors is almost better than than scoring on holes. But
0: and, and the thing was back because the course has changed a little bit since I played. They've added more trees. Like I mean, which is crazy to think about. But they've added some trees in strategic spots well, that kind of make things kind of a pain in the butt. Well, con- considering the last
1: time you played North Country consistently is the better part of about fifteen years ago. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. I was probably a senior in high school last time I like really played there. Yeah. So, but if you, so one, you learn, learn the course, but the, the thing is too, like when I was playing back then, my consistency of my clubs was way better. Cause I just played all the time. So sure. like, was my swing better, worse, whatever back then? I don't know. I'm a smarter player now, like without a doubt. And I understand, yep. I feel like I have a better understanding of golf now than I did back then. But back then I played so much that I could get away with not being smart about golf. Meaning like what, what clubs to hit, how to hit them, how to play different shots. Cause I can play, I under play. I got to practice them, but I, I, my, my knowledge of certain shots is better than it was back then. Sure. And like how to hit the certain well, clubs, course, management, especially, especially when you get totally to like wedging and short game. Too. Yeah. Well, well back then too, if you remember when you were a
1: kid, I didn't really have this because I, I didn't really play it like those peaks, 16, 17, 18 years, but it was, how do I hit the ball the farthest and get it as close to the green as possible? It was never I mean, like, Hey, I mean, and this is so stupid, but it's never like, hey, like, I really want to end up at 115 coming in on this hole. It was just like, oh, I'm
0: 280 out. Yeah, I could try to do that. And then you end up at like 30 yards out, and you freaking shank it. So so me and Rye talk about this all the time. Par five, driver, three-wood. Doesn't matter. It's driver three-wood. Yeah. Like, doesn't matter in you rough, center of the fairway, short, long, like your next shot is a three-wood because you were driving it up as close to the green as possible. Now, back then, I could get away with hitting some shots, but like in my mind, I'm like... I do this all the time with clubs. Like I mean, perfect example. I hit a five iron off of bluff point number eight. Yeah. Because I'm never gonna go for that green and two unless I can learn to hit my driver somehow twenty yards consistently further than I hit now, which right. most likely won't happen. So or even but again, even if I was to hit a driver twenty yards further, I still have a two hundred a two hundred yard shot plus with a over with wa- about a thirty not even like a twenty-yard gap to hit between. Tops, maybe twenty yards. Not only that is that if you don't hit it straight, your ball is not going to be high enough to go over those trees. Correct. And then you also have to go over water, bunkers on both sides with a severe slope from back to front.
1: The only good thing is if you're coming in hot to that green because of the slope, you it's a decent backstop. It is. But, the, so but you your margin for error. Honestly, of all the shots, of all the precarious shots at bluff,
0: that's probably the hardest one to execute. Yeah, and when you look at that, like even even if you were to hit the green, you're banking on that you have to one putt to have that even be a payoff, because you can play it so short. Your mar- yeah, your margin just... of error is even even worse. Because, but I mean, if you play it short, then you're trying to get up and down from 100 yards of the wedge, which is way I think, I think that's actually easier than trying to make a one putt on that green. The odds are the odds are probably well, close.
1: If you're on the green, a one putt, the odds the, are probably better.
0: But the the only thing I could think of is if you blast it and hit it in the the water, for whatever reason, you take a drop. You technically you're dropping, th- uh, you're dropping three, so you're hitting four. You can get up and down, and still save par. Save par, yeah. So it's not like the worst risk in the world, but it's also one that the percent, what the gain from the loss is not to me it's not there. No. And I just saw this thing the other day. They said that a scratch golfer compared to I an eighteen this. handicap is like one, one point, point something one point what was it, was it like seven or something no
1: i think it was like 1.56 more birdies per round
0: yeah so versus be, an 18 handicap yeah that's wild birdies are hard to get on golf courses like at that skill level right you know so like you're not a pro you're not you're not a pro getting birdies like five you know when these guys you see on pj three seven four birdies three, around three four
1: holes a, a side
0: yeah that's not and and <clears throat> like i would say a good day for me when I'm playing golf consistently, I can typically birdie one hole, in 18. That's mm. what I used to like. I would average probably one birdie. Now, I nowadays, think my, I think my best round was no birdies. It was just there. It was the only bogeys. My best round ever: five birdies, it was Holy 73. Shit. I, I had I had six bogeys and five birdies.
1: Yeah, I think I didn't have any birdies. I think it was all pars and just no doubles. Um,
0: the the cleanest round I ever had though wasn't even that round. I remember the cleanest round I ever had was I. I played at the back nine like a dusk round, like ended like eight o'clock at night and probably in June late night or late long days. And I remember, I think I probably hit every single green regulation on the back nine. I might've missed one and it was like in the fringe and I like got up and down. And I just remember the whole round. I was like, all right, going to pull a driver and this is going to split the fairway. Split the fairway. Next shot was gonna be on the green. It was just something was on. No thought, and like you can no just thought.
1: you can just swing and it goes where you think it's gonna go. There
0: was no thought, and every time I I just remember this. I've never had this feeling ever again. And I remember every time I just grabbed the club and I'm, like, I'm just gonna hit it where I wanted to hit. Right. And I didn't think about. it. I was just like yeah, yeah. Of course I'm gonna hit this straight. This is the or club. Of course gonna, I'm gonna hit that's the where green. it's gonna end up. Um. That was the most in control, and I I parred. I, I I think I, I don't think I made a birdie. I think I just hit nine pars in a row. So like I like I might have missed some putts, but That's it was like wild. But it was like okay, you hit a 15 foot or, or you're 15 feet from the cup, and like I missed the putt, but I tapped in for a par. So I'm saying it was the most stress free, carefree nine holes I ever played in my life, and I shot par. And I just remember it was there was almost nothing to it. The other one I had, at least for my game, which was it was the first time I played of the year. We played at the barracks. And we played a nine-hole round with like a couple of my high school buddies. Steve was there too, and I pulled off first round of the year. And this was when I wasn't playing golf. Like I just happened to go out and play with the guys. Mm-hmm. Thirty-seven. I shot a thirty-seven my first round out, and I was like, Pfft. and then of course I, that was I think the it might have been the only round I played all year. And this, thirty-seven. This was pre kid so this might have been like seven, eight years ago, six, seven, eight years ago. Yeah, just remember we went and played nine holes, then we went to like out to eat. And I, I remember 37. Now barracks is not a hard course, but like still at the time I had not swung a golf club in probably a year. Went out and shot 37. It was just weird. I was like, oh, something worked that day. Um, so down in Naples, I played. I think I told you played golf. I got two. I got two golf stories from Naples. First off, I go play, which is which is fun. Um, I get paired. I'm, I'm playing as a single, getting paired with three people. The one guy I ended up riding with was also a single. The guy was in his eighties played. So this is why golf's great. And I think I, I text you. Yeah. Played the whites with me. The guys in his eighties, he beat me on the first nine and he played the whites. and he played the whites. I was out driving him. I mean, I was just out well, clubbing sure, him. Sure. Of course. But also, so this was the was it old man golf or was he good? No, no. wasn't even old man golf. He was just good. Yeah. This wasn't like a little slap runner down the course. Like, no, he could carry, he could, you know, he could hit shots still. He was in great shape, 80 years old. And, uh, so we were playing and I get up. So I had gone to the range a couple times, like just when the kids were napping, went down, like it was like a few miles down the road and just like a good range to hit at. So I was hitting with some clubs. The first day I had the rental clubs. I think I showed yeah, it to yeah, you. Yeah. It was like for three bucks. They gave me like six clubs to hit. Um, so then I end up getting my, and for people that don't play golf, people that play golf are gonna understand this. People that don't play golf are gonna think I'm just like making excuses. But my get my clubs that my dad has mm-hmm. down there. So the driver, three wood, five wood, whatever. I'm going and I'm like hitting well on the on the driving range there. They're stiff shaft, like ping stiff shaft clubs. You know, they're they're decent clubs. Yeah, not terrible. Like, no, and they're actually like you can actually hit them. And I'm like these are fine wedges. Not not the best, but they're they're. St- pretty standard wedges. There's nothing uh. crazy about them. I can hit those fine. I'm chipping. I'm hitting shots. Like, good. I pull out his irons. So here's... This is... I'm going to give you a bunch of... I think there's like five strikes on these irons. They're Callaway... i to bring this up. Callaway, I think, edge or something. Let me see. I, I got to give you a photo on this, but I, I actually... I like the TV now. This is pretty... Yeah, you, you definitely Because like this makes a big difference because when I'm trying to uh, edge irons... When you see set, that's not even good because then you know it's like a...
1: Oh, yeah. I know these.
0: Let see images.
1: Yeah. These were right after the big Berthas uh, that I had.
0: Wait. I don't think that's what they look like. I, I, I think it was Edge. Callaway Edge? I'm trying to find the exact like look. As I'm telling the story, I'll probably come across it. I don't... Oh. No, they weren't like the big Berthas. Maybe. Those were mine. Yeah, I had the big birth
1: uh, cavity backs.
0: I feel like...
1: Oh, which in hindsight were terrible clubs. OS.
0: Now we're getting. Now we're talking. So I think they looked like. Oh, these were it. Diablo edges. Oh, those are slick, dude. No, they suck. So the these were the these were the clubs I had. So now, for golf standpoint, I get these clubs. And these were your dad's? These are my dad's, like old ones. So they're cl- okay. which again at the end of the day they're golf clubs. I'm playing in Florida. It's it. it Don't this complain, is like a bonus right? round, correct? Don't complain. So I so let's go back to the round. I shoot a 90 okay. on a course I've never seen before. First time I've ever played it. Like I thought that was shot bogey golf. Pretty good for February with clubs that aren't now. Not I'm going to
1: go in five months.
0: Now I'm going to go back to the club situation. These clubs, now I'm just talking the irons now. All the other clubs, I'm gonna say the irons into the hybrids, because the three and four were the same. They were the set. Okay. So I go and I hit these irons. Number one, my dad's six foot. These aren't chopped down. I have like my you know, my clubs are a little bit shorter.
1: Yeah, what do you have? Minus one? Minus one and a half?
0: My, a minus point five. But even my, when oh, I, okay. I grip the club, it's can like tell. yes. So we have that not going for me. They're regular shafted. Don't have that going for me. Regular shaft irons. Yeah. So they're not stiff. I honestly think they're they might be steel. No, they're not stiff. So I got I got the they got the thick sole. They're game improvement irons. Sure. So I got the thick sole. Which you hate. Correct. I got another story about that. Thick sole. (laughs) They are too long. They are not the right shaft length. The right shaft. Not even close. Yeah. He or has oversized grips on the club. Oversized grips. Uh, and again, folks, I think most people think I have huge hands. I don't. So, so my my hands what are I like people think you have huge hands. I know so big golf <laughs> club. So like I'm holding these like these they're they're too big in my hands. I don't know if I can make that sound better.
1: When you're the, these clubs, <laughs> when are, you're used to a carrot, it's like holding a banana.
0: They're they're more girthier than <laughs> I remember on these clubs. So I'm holding these golf clubs and. So the grip, the grip is oversized. I use standard. So now we have we have the oversized grip. We have steel, um, regular shaft, full size, game improvement, and to make matters worse, they're offset. So I have offset down
1: at where the ho- at the hosel. So
0: hosel. When you look down, like typically you look down normal club shaft goes down and runs right. On the yeah, leading edge. yeah. 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 This goes like shaft. Like you look down the shaft and like, like it goes turns. Whoop, it turns yeah. like this. So the the leading edge. Is actually further back than, like, the shaft, so it's not in line. I don't know how that affects your clubs. I was hooking the crap out of these things. So this, so, the first ha- I get up first drive. He had so much whip. First drive. Now this is normal clubs. This is like, you know, forty-five inches sat um, stiff driver. That by far one of the nicer clubs in the bag. I get up and I stripe this down the middle. I looked on the GPS, it was like 275. Ooh, baby, striped down the middle. First live drive of the year. I was like, okay, feel good. Because this is like rushing straight out of the cart, like straight out of the cart, down to the starter, onto the golf, like not swinging the club that day, down the middle. I think it's a par five. So I'm like, okay, great. So I pull, I don't even know what I pulled in my next. No, it was par four. So the next one was par five. Par four, I take whatever club, I like chunk the living hell out of this ball. Like, two feet up. Long story short, I pull a double or a triple on triple? the first. No, I didn't triple. I doubled, I think, the first hole from the center of the fairway. And I think I had, like, 140 yards in. I had a nine iron, I think, in my hand. Oh, my God. Number two, I get up. I'm not going to do it the whole the whole course. Number two, I get up. Yeah. Listen sh- listen to Galen's entire round really no, quick. No, we won't do that to you. I stripe it down the middle again. Same distance. I probably drove the ball better than I did all last year in a round. I hit the fairway like if you you know when you can have a round, a drive and you're like like a drive that's straight with good distance you can typically I would say if we have three four of those around we're like excited sure like a really yeah. good drive I probably had six I probably had six or seven I hit a ton of fairways I was in play almost all day the only two times I had to drop golf balls I had to take a drop I blasted a drive and it went into some weeds that I didn't know was there and take uh-huh. a drop and then. Um, the other one was the same thing. So I had two of them that I just, not knowing the course, hit in a bit. But I hit, like, decent shots. So everything came down these goddamn irons. I couldn't hit them. Wedges were fine. I would hit the green with if wedges. If you had had your um, Mizunas, what would you I, have hit? I think it would have been low 80s. I really do. First round out in a First course I never saw out. before. Like, my swing actually felt good. And I felt like my drives were good. I hit good uh, woods. Um, I birdied one of the holes. Um. Trying to think what else. My short game was like okay for not really having like much of a short game, right? But you had decent wedges, and I made like one putt all day outside five feet. So I'm like, I'm just saying in general, like I just these these clubs right here, these freaking Diablo Edge things. (laughs) So like this is what I'm like talking about, like clubs that like fit your game. Sure. This was like the one of the first times I played. I'm like, I completely shot terrible. Because of these clubs, because like the swing was the same, and the hard part is you don't want to start manipulating your swing. No, because you're going to screw yourself for the whole season. To to like balance out this this club that is like, so I was choking down on all the clubs because I couldn't swing at the full club because I would bottom out. Right, it was, right, too, it was you're too, too close long. to the ground. Yeah, and it was like upright, and and then you had like the whip going, so everything. I would play to the right and like have these like hit it like fairly solid. The other thing too was I couldn't. You must have been hitting this stuff sky high. Well, that's the other thing too. These clubs were going like I was ballooning irons. And yeah, it was like and the wedges actually went pretty Which high too. Which is not your typical no, I ball hit flight. You, yeah, you're pretty. So young. everything about it was weird. weird. So I actually felt good about it, but that was the ball flight. You were probably like, "Ooh, this is kind of nice." No, I hated the ball flight. No, the drive was good. I hate hitting the ball high like that. Even with like seven, eight, nine, hate it. No, I want to have like a nice like. I want like one of those where like you see a chart like it goes out like this and lands. I don't want this big tall like drop because I, I, I like to hit it and it lands and has some spin on on like. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to hit something that's just low spin. That's why I got rid of the stealth irons. Yeah. They suck. Did you actually end up getting rid of them? No, I said I got to get rid of them. My, my, didn't Stint want them? I got to a... talk to him. Okay. My six iron though. You
1: had those chopped down though, didn't you?
0: half, which is why I don't think it'd be good for stick. He's no, tall. he's tall. He's, um, he
1: might be taller than me actually.
0: But so that the six iron, like the little, the grommet, whatever, that little piece, that black piece that holds the hosel and the head together. Sure. Yeah. Is loose. That's what happened with my Callaways. So I'm wondering, those if, all popped out. What's the chance that I could, those are on warranty. Is there any chance you think? No, my guess is that you go down to go
1: down there and they're just going to give you the, the used trade in price.
0: So it'll be a freaking rip off. I would like the song Cause what I was hoping for is like, if I did get new irons.
1: Dude, I love, I know they're not, they're, they're game improvement, but I love my Mizunos. Yeah. But you're even yours compared to the were. They're way better. That. Well, I, I hit, I hit those exact. Cl- I was surprised that you ended up with them because I hit them and hated them. I'm sitting there. Like I am definitely a brand snob. Like once there's a brand that I like, like I have to have that brand, like for whatever reason. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, getting tailor-made irons like maybe callaway because i've had them but my intention is to walk out of here with tailor-made irons i did everything in my power to want to like those stealths the stealth play the players what, clubs which, actually which, i what's, hit what's better club? mizuno what mizuno the jpx um hot metals yeah so i loved These, I, right? I hit the players clubs yep i hit the players clubs pretty well uh, of the stealth but the mizunos i was just like we were going over all my stats and i was just getting more i was getting more carry i was getting more i was getting better spin you i was be- getting better trajectory your like irons everything were
0: better than i've ever seen my irons were a lot better they sounded year. better they're crisper they had better flight well i
1: mean i i definitely i mean i 100 these like, these irons made a huge difference
0: no which ones are they yeah it's it's that one uh do you have the dark finish or do you have that light finish i think that's a good question. I I, feel don't, like, I, I don't feel ever like, look at that part of the club.
1: I feel like you have... I honestly don't know. I feel like I have a light finish. I don't think I have a dark finish. I feel
0: like this is it. So... But I love them. They're awesome. So the other thing, I... Go from the top. Look, Let me look at the top. Top down? Top down. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like that's going to be very consistent. So Mizuno, what, I, like, I have the Mizuno irons. I love them. Like, I don't think I would ever... So th- this was a thing. So and I, I was literally I was fighting.
1: I was like Mizuno, I'm not getting a And and then little did I know, like as soon as I got, did you know about this whole like blue box, blue box club? No, for Mizuno. Yeah. Well, no. your Mizunos get shipped to you in a blue box. There's a whole like cult following. The big online. blue box. <laughs> yeah, actually, there's a whole cult following online of people take pictures of the blue box. Like there's a whole like forum of Mizuno, like um, the unboxing. Yeah. Like really? grown ass men, like taking I, pictures I mean, up there. Would you Mizuno not be excited coming. if you
0: got a big blue box for golf clubs inside? Dude, I was pretty freaking ecstatic. Is like, it really yeah. called the big blue box?
1: It's like not the big blue box, but the Mizu- <laughs> that's it. Right? Miz- no Mizuno um, blue box. There's like a whole set of like videos. Blue box like delivery maybe. Oh, was that it? So this is how they come. They come in this beautiful like blue Mizuno. Mizuno
0: still to me is baseball. So
1: see, that's what it was to me.
0: Yeah. Right, so it was trippy when I first bought them, but I love them. But apparently, like, th- they're honestly one of the
1: one of the best. So um, I had, I had their wedges too, and their wedges are really nice. See, I got I I made the mistake of getting the wedges oh. in the same line. Oh yeah,
0: those are sick. I don't even mind that they're blue. I think I mean, I probably would. Have well, been they make up. them. They,
1: those those are custom, obviously. Yeah, you they can, make them in
0: in satin or or uh, I like chrome. The, yeah,
1: I like the satin. I no, mean, that's that. my, my goal. Like, my guitar. goal is to play with these for a couple of
0: years and then hopefully trade up to the players' clubs. So, the hard part when you go look at clubs, though, it's like how, like, irons. There's, I feel like there's a million irons that you could pick from. So, it's like trying to go down through. <laughs> I mean, that is a beautiful, golf I club. mean, muscle back. So, I don't have the muscle back. I have a cavity back, I believe, right here. that'd be similar to what I have now. Um, oh, my God. Those are beautiful. So, like, clips. compare iron. So, this is like, think. So, the thing was last year. I didn't. Oh. Oh wait. Oh, I got it. Why do they color code it? I can't see that crap. Top line. I can. What so are you looking for? I would. Want, I would want something down in this level. Top line. Top Zero line. offset. I do not want offset. So the two twenty
1: ones are the bottom. That's the blue. Um, and then you got the. the so the two. Four, the 221s are the ones that are most consistent. Where's the 223s? Which one's this? The 223s are the this second line from the bottom. Or the third line from the bottom, sorry. It's the yeah. really consistent one at five.
0: That's This is probably where I'd be living.
1: Yeah, You just got rid of them. That's like, unclicked them.
0: Yeah, scroll down. I want to see it. Yeah, go to... Was it two, did I
1: say 223s? Go scroll back up for a second. Wait. Yeah, two two 223s, yeah. Oh. Those are beautiful golf clubs.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: What do they look like sitting over top of the
0: ball? The, oh, wow. They just look... That's, like, right there. I want that look right there. Shaft goes straight down... Like, obviously, it's a little wider there, but sh- Shaft yeah. goes right down through that. So looks like a freaking blade. Oh. that. So this is similar to the one I have now. So Mizuno... Uh, MP5-3, this is... Yeah, your clubs are pretty old, though, right? Yeah, right here. Those are the... These are back in, like, 2011. Yeah. Yeah, there they are. The MP53s, love them. So, um, yeah, was, the minute you put those back in your bag, you started shooting better again. Always oh, night and day. Oh, uh, dude, when you
1: were... Last year, when you were playing with those stealths, and you had a bad, like, I could tell you are going to have a bad round because of the way, you, the way you swung the club. It just was so choppy and, like, it hurried. Didn't. And it just,
0: you and know. then as soon as you switched back, your swing changed. Again. You know what's crazy, too, is when I went down, and again, I'm not blasting the person who did the fitting. Um, I got the better fitting of the two of us, for correct. sure. I like my guy, but I don't think he was as knowledgeable. But no, the, my
1: guy was great. I
0: got a lesson. I got like a three-hour lesson. Yeah, you were in there forever. Um, as I was passing out in the bay next door. <laughs> but the uh, no, but so the the thing is when he, he got the the um because the shafts like a huge part of the iron, a huge part. So I went in. I'm like, I like these shafts. Like, you like them? Whatever. And I got a sh- the ones that you already had. I got a I got a I got a shaft story. That I'll tell you off off air. But um, this so this this one though. Um, so I was like, I want the same. Shafts is one to I have I, I, th- mm. I think they're pretty Stock standard shafts So like, yeah These are it I'm like great They ship them I get them I'm all excited I like look down I'm like same brand Everything like that I'm like I don't I don't think these are The same shafts Because when you go Through shafts Like there's so many Different ones Like they'll have The it's same It's overwhelming to me So be I... like So these were True temper um, Dynamic gold So like true temper Dynamic gold But then there's like True temper Dynamic gold Option A B C D E F G Right And then so, stiffness levels And then stiffness levels And then So I get this club and I'm like, God, but it's in my head. I'm like, I bought these other ones like over 10 years ago. I'm sure that like the graphic looks different, but the same club. So I started playing with them. Like they just feel different and like nothing felt good about these clubs. So I ended up um, going online and like researching this shaft versus my other one. They're completely different shafts. They're not even the same, same company. They're not the same shaft. So that was also something I found out, and that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm like, screw this! I said I hate the look of them, and I said you hated the look of them the minute you bought them. I hated I hated the look of them when I was sitting there hitting them. But the problem was, it was this is what happened. In my head, I'm like, I don't like them, and I'm a confidence guy. Like I want to look down. I like a traditional look. I want to see the club, and I want like the gimmicky. I don't like the big, you know, colorful golf heads and stuff like that. I want it simple. I remember looking down, and I was like, I don't like the look of them. I like the look of the Mizuno. I was hitting both of them and I was hitting the tailor made way more consistently and then, the numbers were better. Okay. So I was like, okay, makes sense. Like better club. Like I'll, and I kept saying like, I just don't like the look, but if it's kind of like a mental thing, I'll get over it because I'm sure. And again, I was like, when I bought these clubs 10 years ago, they probably look weird to me at the time too, you know? And I you know, right. but I've just so used to them now. So doing that whole thing, I ended up getting the clubs, even though I didn't like the look, I just, but the numbers were better and I was hitting them better. And he also made a good point. He's like, so how much do you play? And I was like, well, I got kids. I don't play that often. I really don't practice because like if I play, yeah. it's like early in the morning. Right. Gave him the whole rundown. He's like, well, if we're not really practicing and getting better and just kind of playing. Like, why don't you just like have fun and bring get like the club that's gonna you know be um, more forgive more forgiving. Yep. You know, hit a little bit. Um, you know, maybe a little bit further, but I wasn't really big. You didn't distance. get the
1: distance that they wanted you to get. You were you said you only got like six five or six yards. <laughs> marginal. And dude, I was getting you you Yeah, knew my clubs. My marginal like difference
0: 14, 15 and, yards. Well the thing is the distance comes on those clubs because they're strong, they're just lofted
1: stronger. Well, that's not even it though. It's just I think I went from a regular shaft to an he goes, You are your yeah. club head speed is a lot faster than you think. And I was like, No, I'm pretty s i am pretty I got a pretty slow swing. He goes no, you need an
0: extra stiff shaft. So I, on your driver, your irons? Everything. So I don't, so I got, I'm curious to see. Maybe not drive. No, my driver's just a stiff shaft, I think. So so but everything else is extra stiff. So everybody I've talked to about the driver, they say it's pretty consistent. If you have, a, mine's a 65 gram stiff shaft. Um, it's, you know, that's something that's not that big of a deal because kind of, I did this research on like the kick point and all that stuff. It, it's fine. When you go into the shaft though, I, I still have a stiff shaft. I don't have an extra stiff shaft. I don't mm-hmm. know how I, like I hit the ball a decent distance yeah. for golf. Like I'm not sure I wouldn't, but I'm not, I'm not, you're not long. I'm not long. Yeah. Like, you Although say, we had those, we had that one day where you and I were going really long at the <laughs> barracks. Um, but if you say, if you, but if you were to say like, what do you hit your seven iron? Like for me hitting the seven iron, like a hundred, 170, low 170s, like I'm okay with that distance for me for a seven iron. Yeah, my five, no, iron, my my five iron goes about 200 yards. For me. I get I get screwy when I get below seven iron.
1: Is where it starts to get a little screwy. It's like the it's pitching wedge nine, eight, seven that gets real is really consistent. And then below that, the ranges actually get really they so shrink. It's down six,
0: five, and four, three.
1: Six, five. I don't hit. I don't so, play so a four anymore. See when you anymore. say below that, I know what you I'm mean. Sorry, like lower yeah. numbers, but I'm always think upper because you hit yeah. farther. Um, but yeah, no. I get once I get below a seven iron, the, the consistency. I that and that's my game because I'm not that great my consistency starts to go. So like a oh, five yes. iron, a five iron one day would maybe really great, but a six iron in my hand, I'm more likely to hit it more pure. And so sometimes my six iron will go further than my five iron. And that's just consistency with I, the longer clubs.
0: I start getting screwy with distances being more consistent from the hybrid up. So I, cause I five irons the highest iron I carry. Mm-hmm. So my five iron is a pretty stock club. Like I know I'm going to hit about 200 yards. Like that's, I play for that. You know, I make maybe 190, 95, depending on, you know, a couple weather factors, but typically stock, I can hit 200. Um, hybrid, you know, my, my driving iron, my three wood and my five wood, my, my driver. Um, I know what I can get those two. Mm-hmm. If I hit them the way I want to, sure. but they're not consistent. Like my, my driver Same. consistently should be 275 my driver can go anywhere from 240 to 275. Yeah. You know, with just off center hits and slice right, or whatever. Sure. But it's all the same with three wood. Like I can, you know, bash a three wood. That's kind of, you know, like those low cut, you know, totally you don't hit do it agree. perfectly yep. and it's running out to 230 or I can pure it and hit it two fifty five.
1: That's like my five wood. I can freaking hit that you, thing you're fi- real far.
0: You're out of all the clubs you put in the bag last year, your five iron, even though you didn't hit it as much as like the irons to me was your, your biggest, distance or you're not distant your biggest like your mvp club if i had to give you one club for the shots you pulled off with it last year because you right. drove a lot of times with that too. i drove
1: a lot i was having i was having issues with the driver so i could take that and felt a lot more confident i came off of playing a i came off of playing a three wood that i hated and the minute i got it in my hands i was like there's a very low probability this is going to do what i wanted to do well, to what, switching to that five wood and it was just a mental thing. I just switched to five wood just purely because I felt it was a little bit more manageable club.
0: What was your five? What was your three wood before? It was a
1: it was a TaylorMade
0: um, Arrow Burner. It was white though, wasn't it? Yep. Um, it was terrible. I hated it. The Arrow Burner. Yeah, because you've never been a three wood guy. You never hit it
1: a lot. No, and that's the thing is like I went years without without anything in my bag. Like I would, I literally went driver four iron. <clears throat> and right. I, I had a massive... Yeah, that's it right there. I had a massive um, gap in my bag. That was it right there? That was it. Yep, that was 100% it. I still have it in the, in the It base, had that the graphic basement. on it? Yep. No way. Yep. You never, bucks, man. you never saw it. You never saw it because I never took the cover off it. <laughs> <laughs> just, I freaking hated that thing.
0: Um, Well, so like Three Woods are, are... I've learned more and more about Three Woods that they're a very kind of... Cause you want to drive with them and you also want to hit like decent shots. So this is mine. Yeah. Which I I've love. hit,
1: I've hit your three
0: wood. I yeah, like it. I love it. Like this. Is, and the thing is too, like looking down on looking it, like I the like the look of it. Of look it.
1: at, yeah. Compare that to the all white. It yeah. was terrible. Next to a golf ball. Like look at my five wood. Um, Look at my, uh, <sighs> my SIM. My, I like, I love that. Setup. Yeah. Well, look at my, look at my SIM five wood.
0: Well, the, the SIM actually was a nice line. I, I don't care for the SIM driver look but i do like the sim five wood look or i like the uh, the five wood but the wood look no you know when you hit the offer and it's like yes i want to pay full shipping yeah. like those stupid <laughs> things make you feel like an idiot um <laughs> yes that looks great see it looks so nice and my driver's got
1: my my sim 2 driver is almost exactly the same like so i've, I've got really nice consistency when it's when i'm looking at it over the ball so
0: i love tailor-made stuff so this is, going back, my first ever junior set of clubs was a tailor-made... I still have the clubs. I'm going to give them to... Actually, I was going to give them to the he's lefty. Um, it was a tailor-made burner children's set. Five five clubs. So this is the one I had when I first started. My first set of... like My first driver was tailor My first three was tailor-made. My first irons were all wow, tailor-made. that's awesome. Um, the only time I've deviated from tailor-made was when I bought the Mizunos. And... Mizuno Wedges, and then I ended up getting the Cleveland Driver in Threewood, which was probably the worst decision I've ever made in my life. And then I went back to TaylorMade. TaylorMade. Like, I've been a TaylorMade guy. Where I'm going with this, though, is I love TaylorMade, but the, the stuff they do with pros, the sponsorship with the pros, has gotten to the point where, like, they have a great, like, guys that play TaylorMade, it's a great lineup of guys that play TaylorMade how much they like try to promote the tailor-made clubs to me sure is like it's like over the top Mm -hmm. my favorite one though did you see the tiger woods one talking about the new sim maybe the new stealth driver the stealth stealth Two. yeah so he's talking about it and they have him he's just like he looks like he just came out of the gym he's got the club he's like sitting there and i don't even think he swings the club i think he's just talking about it and he kind of says in it and i forgot the wording that he used but basically like it's like it's basically the same as the sim but it's better like you know like he didn't <laughs> like know, he's and he's you know like, but
1: yeah I'm, I'm pushing this so he's so he's better.
0: plugging this club well guess what Tiger plays right now the sim 1 he doesn't play the he went one. back to the sim he's never put the I sim I saw him playing with the stealth I or no sorry not the sim he plays with the stealth, stealth 1 stealth 1 not the stealth 2 but right, he, yeah. but now they're promoting stealth 2 right which is like 600 bucks yeah they added a, they added that weight like
1: they did to the sim 2 the max in the back That's what weight, they
0: do. They they make the club, make it the same and then add like something different something. and then like watching a couple of years about this or and or they resh-
1: or they reshape
0: it and like extend it out. It, it's t- like and the thing is with golf clubs what I've learned like if you get golf clubs from 10 15 years ago, yeah, the new stuff's going to be better just sure, just better. But when you really look at the difference from year to year, like when I bought my most recent driver, I bought like two year prior model to right. the one they had out because I was like this doesn't make you know, why am I going to spend Extra two hundred dollars on a club that's not going to make a difference. I'm not like we have our skill level. We're not good enough for you to feel. I, w- I will admit one thing though.
1: Um, to deviate when it, like I will say I'm not good enough to really feel a difference. One thing that I noticed last year, which I never thought I'd get to this point, is being able to feel the difference in a golf ball. I hit. Yeah. So like I play those Callaway Super Softs, which they're not great golf balls. They're like middle of the road but they're nice. I played a noodle on 16. I hit a noodle you on... You me s- edit that part out of the- <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's, a- better, what's worse, a noodle or, or the raw? Uh,
1: I don't know. The Schlozenger raw? What about a Top Flight XL? Um, that was my... That was, But that was the golf ball back then. That was my then, golf ball back then. Back in, back in the early, so late, in in the late right 90s, they were a decent golf ball. I hit a noodle, and literally the minute I hit it, It was my buddy lives on the street that I was playing with on Sundays. I turned around. I go, I don't even know where that's going to go. It legitimately felt like I just picked up a rock and hit it with my golf club. And it dawned on me. I was like, that's what people are saying when they're saying I can feel
0: the difference. Like you can literally, the strike is completely different. So when you go to a golf tournament and they give you ultras (laughs) that you might, those
1: aren't those decent. No, you might
0: as well. So fun fact. The best round I ever shot in my life. The seventy three was, 74th worth, an was worth an ultra, <laughs> but this was like old school ultra, and it wasn't as bad. So you get these ultras, and you put them down. And you're like, this thing. I might as well just go grab a rock out of the out of the woods and throw it down. It hurts. It, it it just even if you hit it pure, it just feels not great. It feels like you hit a, a perfectly cylindrical syndri- rock. But that's when you get like a Pro V1, a Snell, you know the the TP fives. Like you get those cl- the balls and chrome you know softs. the Chrome Softs. Like you get. well, um, oh, I would even go like next level up like no, the chrome Cro- soft x oh
1: really because the chrome soft i noticed a difference and i was you, just like i don't
0: want to lose a 55 dollar ball of choice this year the kirkland
1: yeah you got those right did i tell you, you Bought like, that? like yeah you i thought like you could six... only get them at,
0: at costco you can order them online oh really i bought four dozen. kirkland's the old tp the old tp5 designer no clue tp tp5 kirkland that's a tailor it's costco's like name brand sure yeah but K- kirkland signature has that guy that does the um, where he
1: cuts them up, cuts them a bunch of them apart to show their consistency? Has he reviewed those? I don't know, but this is I, I played this a bunch last year. I'd them. I, I so found them. I heard maybe it was from you. I heard from somebody. Maybe it was Steve O said that the Kirkland Kirkland's a great. It's a really nice ball to strike, but it Chips. it deteriorates a
0: lot faster. Well, these golf these kind of golf balls will. The core is not as strong. So like a. Like a you can't play many rounds like you can like play a Pro ha- V1 and by the time you're done the round even if you don't lose the ball it's going to be chipped up cuz soft it's it's just a soft core or a soft cover. Yeah. Um so this one though for the price you can get them at like I played this last year and I loved that the spin was great, the ball took off nice. My favorite are the Snell. So the guy yeah. so Snell Golf,
1: how do you feel about those Vice Pros? Those Vice Pros were pretty nice.
0: I I don't my You know what you know what's a hold up for me on the Vice is the the graphic. The Vice
1: graph—it's not much different than the Snell graphic. Yeah,
0: but I like traditional, like just the name. Yeah. So like, Vice doesn't have a—they just have the Vice on no. the pros, right? It's just a—it's fu- just the name. Yeah, but they got like a weird like hoopy, like that, like th- this. Oh, is, the E. I, it's I, that whole thing just looks too busy to me, and I, this is weird. Like I'm such an eye guy that that looks like a look like someone stamped it or put a graphic on it. I see what you're saying. It's it's, it's like a logo. It does not make name. any difference. It's not going to travel or do anything different. If I find a Vice Pro, whatever, I will put in the bag because I know it's a good golf ball. Yeah, Versus we played like, them for FTK. They were they were pretty nice. They weren't bad. I, I never actually played. I didn't even
1: get one. Oh, The Vice. <laughs> I didn't we, no, we played the. Uh, no, we. Oh no, it was, no, that's right. We didn't play them. Hmm. I played. I it came in and I played one. Um, because the the. I, pl- I mean,
0: I have played them, but you was it you.
1: Were you the only one that didn't get them? Somebody, I think, two or three of us didn't get them. Few of us gave them away just to the players because the we didn't have enough for the because the way they came in for the tournament. Yeah, I, 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 have the I bought the the level down. I have the whole thing ready for this year, so we don't have to buy balls this year. Although we're going to get a sponsor for the balls, I think so. I might scrap them anyway. Who would be a good sponsor for,
0: for golf balls? For golf balls, Lormans. You know. What's the chance? Lord, but Tom would never sponsor that. I don't think. What, what would what would be the chances that we like, reach out to like like something legit, like Manscape, and had him sponsor the balls? Oh my god! I mean, it's worth and, an so, email. So th- this this is where I've gotten to with that tournament. I think we legitimately could reach out to like barstool, s- not barstool. Screw that. But I think we could legitimately reach out to like some golf sponsor things and get some stuff for the event. Sure. Whether it be signage, whether it be just like things that you could put on the golf course that would be kind of cool. Could you imagine like long black
1: like (laughs) tailor-made, (laughs) tailor-made tarp, like signs, like… All over the golf course, though, and it literally freaking tailor made. You probably or like could. titleist or something, but like, hey, we just want like, we don't want your money. We just want you to send us signs.
0: I think uh, to like make I, our tournament look, but but I more was thinking, legit. I was thinking like whether it be like a live scoring thing or something where because there's companies that do that. They'll do it for publicity, mm-hmm. and then as long as I don't know, like I'm just sh- I'm like off the cuff here. But like going through the idea like, hey, we're gonna um give us something and we're gonna promote it like just on social and everything else. So you're gonna get a bunch of exposure from this. Obviously, it's not like a I massive.
1: The, I wonder if the grant would,
0: would sponsor it. Possible. Yeah. I, I think there's legitimately options because of the way the tournament's functioned as or run right. as. So I think it's not like you and I just reaching out. It's like it's fundraising tournaments. It's not like we're making money on this thing. It's like no. this money's going to charity. So it's like if we Couple that with everything else and like, okay, check us out on social media, check us out on like the past stuff. And like, this actually is a pretty legitimate local tournament.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, especially it's if we add the scr- or the some sort of uh tournament, a two the, day. the two day event, add some sort of invitational the night before,
0: the day before. I can't wait till we get like John Daly headlining the music concert oh Friday night. I wanted <laughs> a uh, knock, knock, knock <laughs> um, But I think legitimately one year you could get like an evening musical thing on like Friday night. How cool would that be? That'd be sick. I think honestly, I think the cool
1: I mean there were a lot of things that were really cool this year that were wow factors. I mean the T box signs obviously were sick. And, you know, I'm it's only a matter of time before more tournaments start copying that. But I think to me, one of the coolest things that we did was um Billy Jones first tee. It was great. I and, thought that was like, I, and honestly, I didn't even know that was happening until like, I think the day before. Oh, really? You guys, I don't remember that conversation at all. You oh. guys must have just reached out, or Meg reached out, or somebody reached out. We, I dis, we had discussed it. I think we added it from the year prior. Like, let's have a first tee. So I didn't see, I didn't remember that at all. And then, like, I think we were talking about it the day before. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. It was so cool to have a ceremonial tee shot. And I will give. I'll, Actually, Billy. Jones, I was give, like,
0: "Wait, Billy Jones." I'm like, "Bill Jones." We got to um,
1: we got to give Billy Jones a shit ton of credit for coming out and doing that too. Does it
0: early in the morning? Yeah. And for people that don't know, like 7:45 ish is probably. I'm going to take that. a stab and say Billy doesn't play a lot of golf. <laughs> so
1: he's you know for not playing a lot of golf, he really striped it. But but, but I will give I will, think about. I'm this. willing if, to bet that Billy picks up a golf club once or twice a year at most.
0: Correct, but how many, and, and I'm just taking golfers in general, how many people would have stood up in front of 30-plus people, plus all cameras. eyes on you, and cameras, knowing this is going out in the public, and just take a golf swing? Not many people. I think people would be intimidated and it was awesome. did great. It was awesome. So and if he would come back, I would have him do it again,
1: without a doubt. I, I'm willing to bet that he'll come back. Regardless, the ceremonial tee shot was, to me, one of the coolest things that we did, I think the the T box signs was
0: probably number two. Did this this company just copy us? That almost looks exactly like we had it. Oh, the Tavistock Cup—that's a legit tournament. Yeah, so I've got so many ideas
1: for this year for better signage. This is what I want, like on the first. Yep, that's what, that's eh, that's kind of a weird version. Well, I don't but... like I don't like the angle. But well, yeah, so I've got that. Um, I'll I'll kind of draw you like a little bit. So that Tyson one right there with the Walmart. So. A little bit like that, like click that Walmart one right below it. So I want to do that this year too. Is add standalone signs and have it say FTK across the top, and then get a sponsor for each of those. So then we can add 18 more sponsors. But yeah, but would that be different? Because you already have a T box sponsor. Yeah, but you, so you're gonna have this massive T box, and then you're gonna have these the these signs as well. So we'll talk about it. But yeah, I I dude, I've got some stuff written down like. The amount of fundraising opportunities that we're gonna have this year. Like I, the other thing too is I want to do a backstop behind some of the greens. Um, I mean, ideally, like that picture right below there. I would love like for t boxes this? to look like
0: that. This or this.
1: Well, well I'm just saying that like the t box is
0: surrounded by signage. I I I would like to see the first and tenth look like that yeah we should without a doubt we should do and that then possibly year. the 18th the other thing that we're going to nine is, was a little tricky because the way they have the but nine will be back to normal this year
1: the other thing we're going to do this year too is um jesus i just blanked out on it um oh each sign is going to have a sign on the back whether it's an ftk or it's the same yeah so we're going to yeah. duplicate each whole sign so that we have that um but now it's going to be it's going to be awesome like, I think this, this would be, eventually this would be cool to have. Cause here's the other, th- yeah. So here's the other thing. So I want to do something similar to that this year. So I'll, I'll show you my thoughts. Um, so the cool thing. <laughs> Get a Rolex
0: clock. just Look <laughs> at that Detroit sign, dude. Imagine FTK like that. What's I'm saying? Like how many of these signs, like if you custom, they'd be like, listen, like we're, do- as like we're donating this. That probably not. That's that's a that, I mean, few that's thousand dollars. But,
1: um, but to me though is if we do this this way. So my thought process is hopefully whether it what whether it'll that's yeah, not bad whether it'll work out or not is Andy lets me go up on a Wednesday, and set Wednesday or Thursday, and we and I set up. So then, as a sponsor, yeah. you can say, "Okay, your T box sign is going to be set up for league night on Wednesday." All day play on Thursday, a invitational golf tournament on Friday, and the FT the actual FTK tournament on on Saturday, or maybe it's Thursday. But I mean, I need time to set them up. What? Oh, this is a place that we that we got the quote from before. Did it was we? like
0: twenty. It was like twenty six hundred bucks. Imagine just like putting this in like the pond on the hole one. <laughs> you wouldn't see it. It's all overgrown. No, they cut it down.
1: Oh, they did. I believe it'd be, so. It'd be sick to have I mean, that. The, the
0: thing is, we don't have like... North Country doesn't have like a true big water hole. No. So I'm like, but if you had that, how cool would that be? It'd like, be sick. I mean, if you had it at Bluff, imagine it was like just a bunch of stuff off the beach, like floating in the water. Imagine if it was on number eight in the pond, on number eight.
1: See, it'd be hard to see though. That would be hard to see. It'd be sick though. If you, no, when you're coming down... You, you mean when we all go and retrieve our golf balls when you're like, coming oh, down eight good. to look at the green and you see huge FTK? Yeah. See, we could never do we wouldn't do the tournament. At Imagine Bluff, doing Bluff's something just like not this. Set up for it. I thought about it, like a big beer garden. I mean, that would be sick. This, this, yeah. I don't, don't even thought, know what did that was. Did would... you watch the Genesis this year? Yeah. Did you see all the little like beer beer tents that they had set up? They were like they weren't even beer tents. Go- Google um, Genesis. Um, uh, I don't know what you call them, Genesis, tournament golf tournament, um, like beer beer tents maybe, beer tents or something like that. So they had these like there were these huge boxes, um yeah so they weren't the tents.
0: Uh, like I've seen this stuff.
1: Yeah. So it was more like it was like this this one right here. So they had these like ma- they had these like boxes. Oh, the they're little pop ups. Yeah, they were, but they were sick, dude. They were so, but I mean, that's guests. I mean, that's obviously because that's exactly what eighteen
0: looked like once we finished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't remember those thirty thousand people? Yeah, that's, I do. Um, I'm
1: trying to—that's th- the waste management. That's just. I so mean, sick. I just—I know, I just want to see it. Um, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen like the side by side of? with all the stands set up no, and actually then haven't. nothing there. No. You can't even tell that it's whole 16. 16 TPC no stands.
0: Yeah, that's it. Doesn't even Well, that's think, even a tournament. You can't even tell.
1: Look at the look at that picture down there though. I mean, right it's here. just like with, on
0: off. Like how isn't that wild? There it's it's like that's insane. It's, also, look how much nicer it looks when it's tournament time. But
1: well, it looks nicer. But at the same time, too, though, like look at how
0: cool having all those stands surrounding the hole makes it. Oh, a mil- Just putting those signs on the on the tee boxes made it seem more legitimate. So, like it's, so it's just legit. it's crazy how you just get like these little things that just tighten. It's like when you do. Uh, like, anything where you, like, tape stuff off or, like, put, like, a barricade up, it yeah. just makes things look more official, like, sure. tightens, like, the space up.
1: So, my other thing, too, was, um, well, I mean, we'll talk about this stuff when,
0: when, we, when we chat with Meg oh, and everything. Oh, that but. is amazing. Look at that view. I mean, that, that yeah. zoom in, that was a good zoom.
1: The view is incredible. But, I mean, imagine, imagine... Imagine this
0: guy, like, playing here and then 100,000 people, or not 100,000, what, 20,000 people there. 20,000 like, people. Probably imagine six months if, later. Imagine like...
1: Imagine if they did like that, like the TPC Scottsdale experience, where they set up the stands. I can't believe they pull that down each year. I can, because it's
0: look at look at all the damage too. Look at all that. <sighs> no, I know, but just leave that thing up. Imagine if you went and played TPC, and this is what you got to tee off. I mean, nobody's in the crowd, but imagine just being able to go up in the, in a, stadium. In, yeah, a stadium, in a stadium, and play. Stadium and that's kind of like off. the fun thing. Obviously, yeah, like pretty blast sick. Blast a ball into the stands and then free drop. But yeah, I think, dude, I think that there's other stuff that we
1: can do with FTK this year to raise money. Like my thought process too was to like try to get a sponsor, whether it's Dave um, or someone else, and do like a um, a spot. Like you know how we did we did beer at the turn. Um, we just had a yeah. cooler. Yeah, that was. But if we have like an actual tent set up and it's sponsored, you know whether Dave and Smithfield do it or, or whoever does it or Libations or whoever it is, um, but have that sponsored. And so that that's but that's a branded thing for them, and that's sitting on number ten tee box right outside. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of experience stuff that our that our golfers get to do coming into the tournament.
0: Yeah, and I think you could even double this up if we do the thing on Friday. So like you're getting hit like multiple, and days. that's what I'm saying. From like a, you're just getting a lot of golfers. So you
1: could raise, you can absolutely raise the um, the sponsorship. Uh,
0: Dollars. I'll go to that live golf. What, what's the chance that we could get that like on eighteen, where it like goes up, like spray paint behind the green? That'd be Andy. I mean, I
1: d- it, probably zero chance because you have to have like that like v- vegan spray paint or whatever that doesn't kill the grass. Scroll down. This imagine having signs like that. Let's say FTK.
0: That would be cool. Leading as you go-
1: all the way down to number one tee box. Number one or down to the putting
0: green. How, both. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> sick. You know, it'd be. <laughs> Have you ever seen I know this is like actually how many how many have we had 5 or 4 Five, 4 2000 was it 19 19 20, 21, 22 it was 4 this would be our fifth year it would be cool if you had like each pylon had like the year and the winner have you ever seen Like when they come out for tennis yeah. and they have like all the winners on like I don't the- think Craig would be too happy <laughs> I mean
1: scroll down next to it look at those other live signs some of these live signs live does a really good job with branding like it's
0: really simple and sleek like scroll a little further down the range yeah that's we just don't have a range but imagine having like just like these right here but
1: like see how like they surround like see that T box right there PJ tour versus live on the right Mm. right over there go to the right oh yeah, yeah sir yeah See how like they have that sort. See like how simple their signs are, and then it like surrounds the tee box. Like I want to do shit like that. Yeah,
0: I I uh like in the background as you're potty, <sighs> like on the grandstands. That's so sick.
1: I mean, that's the nice thing about these events, though, is like there's grandstands and there's TV. So obviously, you know, the whole reason that all exists is for television.
0: This is what I want this year.
1: Yeah. That'd be sick. FTK with a bunch of yeah, that'd be sick. For like
0: I mean, even however we do it, but like interviews, just things that you know, like you put this up for the draft. Dude, to copy to save that
1: picture, that's perfect for the draft to, to make it look something like that. Like I mean, the we kinda, we were close. I mean we had yeah, the FTK but banner. I didn't, I didn't but like it
0: was split.
1: I didn't like that we didn't have straight um tables. Uh, we just yes. had those high tops. I think this year we gotta have a have a better cloth and everything.
0: Um live podium. Whatever. Yeah, that's sick. Uh, Okay. Um, All right. Want to wrap this up? Sure, dude. Talking golf. Always a good time to talk golf. Um, Oh, our guest today, folks, is Jared Burns, and this is episode 220 of the Galen Trombley Show. (laughs) We're out. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the episode. You can follow me on all social platforms at Galen Trombley. Thanks for listening.